You are listening to a Stick Boy We Talk production in association with the Fresh Take Network. Welcome to Stick Boy and a We Talk production in association with Fresh Take Network. He is the ultimate baby face and a birthday boy tomorrow after this day of recording, Mr. Joel Johnson. How's it going? He is the senator. What's happening? What's happening? He is the crown prince of charisma, Martin. Don't forget, I'm also the futurist. And the futurist. But, uh, I'm just here to add a little handsome to the podcast. We need it with Joel on here. He is from SIF and <laughs> representing the YYC soldiers every day. He is Adam Diesel Power. Yo, today I'm representing Street Profits. We you want, want smoke. smoke. And I am Joshua Adam William Arthur, and you are listening to your wrestling podcast we are here to talk about the worst of the year and i feel like some names are going to come off i just want to say before we get with one particular name i think some of us are going to say i swear i'm not a misogynist but this one performer this year really really sucked so this one individual's name comes up a lot it's because she was terrible it, it i think it when it when it comes to the worst uh, you really have to look at it it's not one way or the other it's who generally makes you turn off your tv and there are a few people that made you turn off your tv yeah and there are probably more some more than others uh yeah 2022 had some 2022 had some uh horrible stuff so i'm excited to hear what y'all had to say about this too yeah no this is actually in some ways this is more fun than the best of yeah, so. it's the player haters ball. Was I like to say, get iced tea out here? It's the player haters hate, ball. Hate, 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 hate. Yeah, hate, I hate, mean, hate. I don't like to focus <laughs> on the negative too much, but once a year, it's good to get it off your chest. Yes, it is. Um, we complain right. about things because we want them to be better. That's yes. that's all it is. It's and not yeah. about it's not about hating. It, it really is. Like if you look at it and going through some of this, it's like you have the chance to do something really good here, but. Some companies and years past chose to continuously just place a bag of dog shit on your door and light it on fire and ring the doorbell. <laughs> and you're supposed to, you you answer the door many times and you go, oh, it's on fire and I stepped <laughs> in it again, again, and again, again and again. <laughs> and again. All right. So worst mic, worst on the mic this year, Joel. I'll let you lead off, bud. Oh, this- it's it's interesting because you go on to Raw. The women's division is led by Bel Air, and everyone praises Bel Air, and she's fantastic. Then you go over to SmackDown, and the leader of that division, to me, not anymore, but that doesn't count. Uh, I think it does count. Uh, it's Ronda Rousey. Yeah. She just doesn't get pro wrestling. Definitely she's come well. back, and it is just so wooden and so just. There's no. When she was when she was at her peak, and they should have it should have been Becky and Rhonda at WrestleMania 35, 
that was the missed opportunity because since then Rhonda's just gone downhill and with her back it's I I, I see Rhonda and I go eh, I don't care there's no there's nothing special about it and especially when she's talking on the mic it's like just I'm gonna walk away now yeah Rhonda's mine as well uh, the the first promo when she came out after losing to when she coming back after the Royal Rumble, remember there was that thing is she like she was like weirdly smiling, didn't know what to do with the direction of it. She had to sit down and have that talk with Heyman. Uh, the terrible feud with Liv, both of them are terrible on the mic, but Rhonda was worse somehow. Uh, then the terrible feud with Charlotte and the back and forth on that wasn't very good. And then we'll probably come back to this, but the feud that she had with Natty and those promos and what they took on to social media was the social media stuff actually wasn't half bad. But then they brought it into the ring, and those promos were god-awful. All year, Ronda has just been absolutely – one of the worst promos I've seen in a decade. And the, and the scary and crazy thing is about this is in the UFC, she was great. She had all the star potential. She's the best media-trained potentially out of any woman on this entire division. She should not be this bad. There is a level of being bad that she's at that should just not – she should not be at. Well, and one of the other reasons I place her here is there's higher expectation for her. She should be able to go out and deliver. If you're, and SmackDown is probably your strongest brand for WWE, and you're not delivering. You're You're not helping drive things forward. You're not being... A force that is like what Bel Air is on Raw. Like I, the thing is, you're going to compare Bel Air to Ronda, and I take Bel Air ten times out of ten over Ronda. Like it's and it's crazy to think you'd have that thought because just coming off UFC, you'd be like, "Oh, I, I want Ronda Rousey." Now you're like, mm, "Give me Bel Air," and I think it speaks to Bel Air's talent as well. Absolutely, Mon, where are you going? Uh, the worst promo I think I may have ever seen. I've not seen some bad ones. I've seen some anti-rific promos over the years, but you know who really sucks? Ivy Nile in NXT. I mean, she is not like, like, uh, you know, Gable Stevenson, uh, he didn't talk enough for me to put him in there. He's, he's, he's got a lot of work. He's the black, black hole of charisma, but Ivy Nile will cut a promo like she makes Linda McMahon look like she has the rocks. I want a divorce. <laughs> She's awful. Yeah. It's a good pick. Uh, Adam, where are you going? Uh, we're going to kick this off strong. We're going to go both guns blazing, fists swinging, everything here. And I'm going with Roman Reigns. Oh, shit. And I can't stand Roman Reigns. I've never been able. Post Shield, I can't stand Roman Reigns forever, forever. I hate this guy forever. And his his promos are so so bad. It's just like I, I get it that he's like a heel now, but it just doesn't work for me. None of this works for me. I still think about suffering Succotash <laughs> and Tater Tots <laughs> every time he comes on the mic. I can't get this out of my head. And they waited so long to bring him to this bloodline like heel character. That to me, it's too little, too late, and nothing will save Roman Reigns for me on the mic. When uh, Heyman was running it for him, Heyman runs it super well. That helped yeah. a lot, but now he's talking a lot, and I, I just can't. Every time he gets the mic, I'm not interested in it. Uh, Senator number one, number one, 
uh, a rebuttal because that was your number one of the year and then your pick. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm not going to get too mad about that, right? I'm <laughs> not going to get too mad about that because I can understand from the horrible promos that written promos that they had him do before. But I just think that this, like Roman Reigns promos at this point are the best that they've been so far just because they're like slow and methodical and he doesn't have to do too much talking like he really doesn't do too much talking he kind of lets Paul Heyman at this point right now you're seeing more Sami Zayn doing the talking like I think he's just creating a balance my worst promo I I was gonna go with y'all with Ronda Rousey Mm -hmm. but because a couple of y'all already chose her I'm gonna go with who I had second on my list, and that is Wheeler Yuda. Mm. I think yeah. he's getting a little better. I think he's getting he better. was rough. He was rough. I think he's getting a little better. He's, I will give him credit. He is getting better. And like I said, the only reason why I chose him was because a couple of y'all chose Rousey already. So yeah. I went for my second on the list. I think closer to the ending of the year, he started to get better. But that there was like 10 months where it wasn't where it wasn't good it was, so i it can't was bad drowned out charisma yeah and especially for such a good in-ring performances that balance was like crazy not great bob all right uh next up we go to the most underutilized performer martin i you know i i gotta gotta admit i don't see like that we have the most what is it the underappreciated or whatever in the other one yeah and then there's so i mean and i picked el diablo two years in a row and it feels like i should pick el diablo here again because he's underappreciated as well like yeah, i guess like we I, I kind underrated of, most underappreciated i guess they're kind of the same thing yeah i think they're kind of similar personally i don't know what do you guys yeah. think do you guys uh, have the same guy no no i don't have the same i, just I think like underrated was like somebody who works a lot but yeah. people don't like maybe or doesn't get shine underutilized is like maybe they could have been used better or used yeah. more yeah, uh-huh. okay. was, yeah. Give me a or second. used differently yeah. sure Based on that, i don't know on that, give me a second let's go to adam then you want me to go mine, yeah. mine was bray wyatt this year um mm. i think like having him come back was great and he had a lot of a lot of eyes on him it was like some great promos but what we've been here for three months almost now and he's just doing the same thing he hasn't even wrestled a match i know joel's gonna say msg doesn't count because <laughs> i haven't seen it on tv um and then and then they put him in this feud with la Knight. bless la Knight. he's great too but like it's not the feud like it's not a super top tier feud that you wanted for a guy who's coming back it's kind of like he's elevating la Knight at this point which is weird when you have a returning guy like that um, and I just think they need to do something with it. They can't just bring him back and then rest on that for, for three months. Like it's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. it's a great point. Joel and I were kind of talking about that before we got on air today. So good point by you. Uh, Senator. Uh, which category is this again? So which one are we choosing for this? Most underutilized performance. I got mine now. Okay. So Most I'll let you go. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'll let Bon go where you figure it out. Because <laughs> I mean, I, now I think about it, I think it was Kip Sabian I chose last year, mm, and now yep. that I have wrapped my head around the category, yeah, I'll get, I'll get last year's picks back here for everybody. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's easy to just go with Miro and 
I mean, you talk about <laughs> the guy who, Jesus, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's the easiest one and it makes the most sense because I think he's awesome. And I mean, nothing's happening there. That's underutilized for sure. Definitely. Uh, Senator? Um, for me, I'm going to go with Hook. Oh, I think I think that Hook has uh, for one for one point they were only bringing him out at the end of shows to to please the crowd, and then <laughs> um, most of his matches have been on Rampage. As we can see, the viewership numbers they're not being viewed like to the level that I think he should be being viewed at, and now they're starting to put him on Dynamite, but. And I kind of like the direction that they're going with him at this current moment, but I feel like they should have been doing this way sooner. Than don't now, think you're so. wrong. Don't think you're wrong. Uh, yeah, th- they're playing that, a long, a long game. I think it speaks to how green he is. I mean, he's greener than the screen behind you, there, Senator. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but the crowd is the crowd is with him, and we've seen That's some. True. We've seen we've seen some people that got screen time that shouldn't got screen time so you could have thrown them in the way how they try to fit 20 matches in a dynamite you could have given them a two-minute squash matches a few times right so yeah like he's he, he he like had that huge huge sort of push at the beginning uh just to get him out there but then yeah it's kind of like fizzled and it feels like a long game to grow him but they kind of needed to pull the trigger a little bit yeah. And the FTW title is and, what, <laughs> and they keep letting you know a that prompt. it's not really a real title. It's so a like it's like yeah, when the company is telling you it's not a real title, and this guy's just walking around with it, it's like all right, cool. I mean, they wanted to get that off of Ricky so bad because I think they were looking at it way down, Ricky. Uh, Joel, mm-hmm. uh, I went with uh, Shingo Tataki. New Japan. Mm. I think he. I think he should be a main event talent. I think he's yes. incredible. Isn't he on I the pre-show mean, for Wrestle Kingdom? Uh he is. What is he doing at Wrestle? In the Kingdom? Rumble, I believe, isn't he? Uh I think Morton. You can speak. It's. Uh, it's I. I. I need the card ahead of me. Also, because uh, I don't think he's in the Rumble. I think. I, I think he's on I six man, he, isn't he? he something. Six man. Yeah, he's on the pre-show. I know that much. Yeah, he's, he's on the six pre-show. Man. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't think he was in the Rumble. Yeah. No, he's no. He has had main event spots in the past, but. I mean, he had a major role last year in, in Russell Kingdom, but uh, yeah. you know, yeah, you're you're right. He's he's he, I I want him. He's you watch his matches like the the matches against Will, uh, matches against Okada, Ishii. You could rattle off names like even his match at um, Forbidden Door. Like he mm-hmm. he looked great in those matches. Like. He's a guy that you should be cashing in on. And especially with Jay White being colder than what you'd like for your main event at Wrestle Kingdom, Shingo's a guy that I think this is also reflects on the lack of having that IC title. Having that removed, that's a spot that Shingo could easily slot, slot into. And he could have banger of matches all the time. He'd be great to have that title on. Absolutely. Um, I want to see him versus uh, uh, Orange Cassidy. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, That's a good one, Joel. Uh, I'm going with Shelton Benjamin. Just in the sense that they kept on using different times to push the guy, and then they do this 
it's almost laughable, right? They do this, this video on Twitter saying, 20 years for Shelton. Man, he's been so good. He's the best guy that ever won a world title here and blah, 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 blah. And yet you don't do anything with him. He was kind of fodder for Austin Theory to make his comeback. And I get it. He's, you know, a veteran and that's what he's for. But, you know, there seemed to be that point in like September, October, he did that really good promo against Truth on uh, main event. It was really, really good. It's like, shit, are they going to give Shelton like a nice little push and get him back back to like, you know, the U.S. title intercontinental reign and like, you know, make him matter a little bit? Because you have such a great hand with Shelton Benjamin. It's a guy that promos were always in between for Shelton, kind of like they are for Ricochet in some ways, right? Of kind of comparing those guys for talent. But really improved his his uh his promo skills and obviously he's never had a problem in the ring and yet they keep on talking about how great shelton is but they keep on putting him on a main event or getting him jobbed out in two minutes it's really disappointing yeah that's a that's a good pick he's i, I think the fact that he's 46 obviously works working against him at this yeah. point but i think he's 46 uh pretty sure well, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, that's a good pick. His charisma has always been his problem, but yeah, you're right. He's gotten better. Here's hoping with the rumors of Bobby and everyone getting back together, that that would be something that happens. That will be huge for his career to have the one last run and we'll see what happens. Um, worst gimmick, Adam. Well, I mean, you can't always give it to Baron Corbin. Like that's just lazy and sad. Um, so I'm going to go where with we one went last that year? I just don't. Yeah, who who'd you guys go with last year? Uh, let me see. Where did we go last year? Worst gimmick. I'll come. You go, and then I'll get back to you. Um, and it, I'm just going with one that I I haven't connect with connected with, and I don't quite get yet. Maybe, and I think it's Danhausen. I still <laughs> don't get Damn. the gimmick. I like. I know that he's like so popular on the indies, and he comes AEW, and he's doing all these things. And it just doesn't get me by he's any Conan means. Conan O'Brien, like, pretty much, mixed with Simpsons. It's like, but it, but it's not funny. Like, it, I don't find it funny. I don't find it silly. Or I do. Like, it is just silly. And it's just there. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not crazy about it. Uh, last year, by the way, I picked the Damien. If you remember, Damien Priest had the Damien and the Priest. He had the good and the bad gimmicks it was fucking terrible i don't even uh, remember that wow joel picked matt hardy everything matt hardy and <laughs> martin went alexa bliss mm. pretty good picks um we'll add joel, danhausen to that all right uh, i mean <laughs> i like danhausen he's fun but i agree with you like at the, at the point now like as far as an investment goes like how is danhausen deferred himself than the pizza guy that just showed up right like, he just seems like, oh, it's a kind of a fun gimmick, but what are we really doing here? He comes out with the best friends and doesn't really do anything. I love Danhausen. I'd get a Danhausen shirt, but I can kind of see where you're coming from. Speaking of, I was at Hot Topic the other day, yeah. and they don't, haven't had AEW shirts forever. Yeah. And then I went to the clearance thing, and they had some AEW shirts, and I, like, found it, and they had one in my size, and I was like, I'm getting this. It's, it's $8, and it was a Danhausen <laughs> shirt. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do with this? Like, I Dan, can't do it. Danhausen Dan was number one on pro wrestling tees. He surpassed yeah. Punk and Wow. I don't understand it. It's the lack of use of Danhausen, but I think what it is is I think it's – Maybe social media just 
his overall presence and just how engaged he is with the fans probably help him. But it, it, there is a point on TV where he is just kind of the spooky guy standing there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joe, what's your pick? I'm going back to the well, Matt Hardy. I just, I just <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Still, it's bad. It's bad. It's, it's same, same shit, different day. Like the he could be a worse feud too coming up here. Just not, not. It's just not great. Like it's not. He's kind of a void for TV for AEW. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Uh, Senator, where are you going? Uh, I am going with Kip Saban and oh. a paper bag on his head. <laughs> Just chilling in the audience and not doing anything. And then, yeah. And then talking to the paper bag after he took it off. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm okay off of that. I forgot about that. that. That's a great pick. That's a good pick. Um, Mom, where are you going? Uh, I'm going Baron Corbin. I know it's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's lazy. But that gimmick sucks. What's Which the one gimmick? That? Which one? Happy Corbin. Like five Happy uh, Corbin is Corbin is the one that really. The, I, I liked I liked the broke Corbin gimmick for a while. Yeah, where he just like had no money, was down times, on his though. luck. It just didn't yeah. last that long. That was a problem. Yeah, because like, then it switched. He won the lottery, or yeah. he won. He went money to Vegas. In Vegas or money in Vegas, yeah. and oh, he was God. happy Corbin. And I'm like, this is just so not his person. You know what I like Corbin was when he was squashing guys in 45 seconds, and the crowd was can- was counting. You know, an mm-hmm. NXT, and he was like, yeah. come out on his bike, and he had a, the wolf thing, and and he was like, I, I like that. That was a cool. That was cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, he, he him happy is it just makes no sense. No. Uh, I I was really close on two people here. I went to NXT. Honorable mention, and this was like a hair was to Reggie's new character Scripps, which was god awful. Like they just put a mask on Reggie and then did the weird voicemails and everything like that. Just really, <laughs> really, really bad gimmick. Just absolutely terrible. Uh, but I went with Joe Gacy. Like I. This guy was like mm-hmm. the the cancel culture guy, and now he's like a cult leader. What the fuck? And he's it's like schism is. There. We'll probably talk about schism in a bit. Schism is really bad. Like you've taken, it, it's getting better. I would say, um, but you've taken three talented people, and that are kind of seem like they're Drizzle with Grizzle Young Vets, and now uh, Ava Rain. Uh, there, Dwayne Johnson's daughter. Like it's just like, ugh. Like when everyone knew that uh, Ava went to schism, everyone just like, oh god, she's got to be part of this bullshit now. It, it, it's just I don't know what he's trying to do. They just like to have spooky shit sometimes to have spooky shit. And this stuff, everything I've seen from him, his feud with Braun is probably it's gonna it's gonna it, it minimum be an honorable mention. That feud was so bad between him and Braun. It's it's just cringy. That's a solid pick. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know much about him, and I hate him. I just hate his face. I just there's a lot of him NXT like guys. That, I like, just hate. Uh, like you look I, at those like NXT upcoming matches for next week, and it's just like yeah. these guys all look terrible. Just yeah. the pictures of them are like, why would I want to watch this? I will. Yeah. Okay, I will give Joe Gacy this pass though. He was pretty. He the best thing that he did was in that iron survivor match like, yeah he was he good in actually that. looked like he actually seemed like he could wrestle in that one but it was one match out of 
a whole year. So <laughs> I just I just gotta give him a little credit, you know. Uh, next up, we have worst non wrestler senator. Oh man, this, there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I am gonna go for the worst non wrestler. I'm gonna go with. I hate to do this because I love her and have a crush on her for a very long time, but mm-hmm. Trina. Oh, when Trina popped up in AEW. So I, Rick Ross I, gets I, love and Trina gets the hate. <laughs> I know the baddest uh, bitch. I've had a crush on gets her the thumbs down, but she got a thumbs down for being a part of wrestling. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, she because I re- I just rem- I just remember like her popping up on the screen and no reaction, and <laughs> I'm and I'm there like going crazy. I'm like, yo, this is Trina, and like no one else is vibing with me. So I was like, all right, cool, I I get it. Uh, Mon, where are you going? I, I think Vicky Guerrero's split played out at this point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know I I, I I she's entertained me in the past when she was you know her and edge and everything like that but now it's just the screaming excuse me to be annoying I know they're advertising her because they're going to uh to kind of her backyard and and everything but uh coming up here but like I, I just she has gone to go away heat for me yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Joel? Uh, I'm going to go with someone who just started popping up at the end of the year, but I see it and I just I shudder at the thought of where it's going and it's Uncle Howdy. Like the whole thing. It just I see the mask, everything. I'm like, oh, great. We're, we're falling back into the black hole that is Bray Wyatt and just this creative just... Everyone was so excited and now it's like, is uncle howdy real is he just is is this all like is this dual is personality it is that... it cameron gons or is it or is it uh it's vincent or bo dallas it's vincent or bo dallas it's not dolph ziggler just because of the blonde hair yeah <laughs> just it just i see it and i go great we're we're going with like the sister abigail shit it's just it's treading the same water with just a different name I see the mask and I see oh. the whole thing and I go, we're just going right back to it. You know what's Why hilarious? Because you you're you're right. He said the 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 sister Abigail thing and and like I remember watching it and going, oh, he's using the crossroads. Never even occurred to me that's Bray's move at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the other oh, thing. Wow. He actually did a wrestling move in a ring as opposed to Bray Wyatt this year. Yeah, exactly. So who's the wrestler out of this feud? It's <laughs> Uncle Howdy. And that's the thing it's with the, Uncle Howdy. The whole thing with this just like the hype with everything going for Bray. And now you get to this point and you're like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm now a little nervous that the landing is not going to get stuck with this. Because they had a really great start. And now we're in a point where it's like, oh, we're going right back to where all Bray programs go back to. Just meandering bullshit. It, it upcoming at the Royal Rumble. It's what the not like him and LA Knight is. It's some sort of gimmick match. It's, it's, <laughs> I can't remember what it is. It's not lights out, but it's something Mountain Dew. It's a Mountain Dew lights out, and don't you forget pitch about black. it. It is a light. Yeah. Mountain Dew pitch Mount, black. It's, it's a black. Mountain Dew okay. pitch black. Mountain Dew. I pitch swear black. to God, if red light shows up, <laughs> if a red light shows up across yeah, that arena, uh, that about. would be the code red red light for you. Thank you very oh, much. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah it's gonna good. be it's gonna be like a dark blue. It's gonna be like a pitch black, like <laughs> oh. a purple. You know the Adam, you know the problem the problem with uh, any Bray Wyatt thing is, it's the fact that ev- they look at the like internet and they see everyone predicting what's gonna happen, so they feel like they have to make a change to whatever. Like I feel like they had a plan in place when they did the White Rabbit and everything like that. And then everyone started the fantasy book and they're like, okay, we got to do something that's completely different than, yeah. than everything that everyone has pitched. Cause at one point it was, everybody was going to be a part of the fun house characters and that's who the wrestlers were going to be. Then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they debuted and then disappeared. And we haven't seen any of them <laughs> since then. Yeah, and then there was the Wyatt, was there was the Wyatt six. That was his uh, Twitter name. For the longest yep. and then people were trying to fancy book who's the six people with why it was gonna like it just it's like they have to do something different than what everybody is we kind of saw it tonight but it was this is 2023 but we kind of saw it with the alexa bliss stuff tonight but yeah that that stuff happened in the summer oh, i didn't see it what yeah what uh uncle howdy two people Last with uncle howdy worth giving Two people with Uncle Howdy masks came out today, and then the Bray sign started flipping on the Titantron, and then Bliss took out the official and then beat the shit out of Belair and got disqualified. Oh, no. Here we go again. Here we go again. Are we sure this is already back? Should I just pencil us all in for 2024 for Worst Gimmick for Alexa Bliss? It sounds like it. Not yet. You know, the other problem with Bray Wyatt, actually, besides, and that was a good point, Senator, but also is when he wrestles. That's not good. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's wrestling isn't good his matches aren't good maybe it's good he didn't perform a move this year it's maybe adam you should be mm-hmm. looking at it as a positive it's actually maybe. true but i think like even like if you look at when was the hell in the cell last year or the year before july oh for what? bray that was in bray. the pandemic when that's when pandemic was the fiend, wasn't it the fiend and seth and two years and yeah. they decided to do the a disqualification in a hell in a cell match with the red light the whole like you know there was just there's just way too much they tried to put way too much effects the the maggots on the wrestlemania thing with randy orton like they just try to do they just try to do way too much with him and it's like all right just keep it simple like i don't understand we have gone down the bray white rabbit hole ourselves here my uh, bad. I'm sorry, sorry for derailing Adam, this podcast. Where are you going? Uh, uh, we're on non wrestlers still, right? We're not on yeah. the yeah. Funhouse yeah. characters. Um, it's it's a new non wrestler. We talked about it last on the last show. Um, you can't come at my homegirl, Jade Cargill, and try to make yourself relevant at the end of the year. Yes, do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just like go All on the rappers. Twitter. And, and make some stupid thing and then now you get into wrestling because of it no like get out of here you're no longer relevant get out i think that's a pretty good wow, one wow, man he's like mike <laughs> he was like mike he was like mike uh those are good i'm going uh i'm going with good old jibbles i'm going with jbl just you know just i i like jbl but just pairing him with corbin and he's just doing kind of this whole, I'm, oh, you guys are weak and it's council culture. And probably because of him, we had the worst segment of the year with the poker stuff. And every time he comes on the commentary, he's pretty rough. It's just, it, 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 you just wanted a worse pairing of two people that just people don't like with JBL and Corbin. I guess I get the idea because you want the heat, 
but the heat is X-Pac heat more than anything. That's a good pick. So, uh, next up, we go to feud of the year. Joel. Ah, uh, there's there's so many options. Uh, it was a coin toss. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go Miz and Dexter Loomis. Like mm. that whole thing, just like what's Johnny Gargano now? Like, nothing. and he was tied in with that. Exactly. Like he, bring, he was one of my favorite wrestlers in NXT and tied in with this feud. He's just like a footnote. He's just an afterthought. Uh, and just the whole thing, like just anytime I saw any sort of what was happening, it was like, I could give two shits. There's no reason for me to watch this. I don't care. And this feud just keeps going and going and going. Bronson Reed's now in it. Maybe that'll help him out, or he'll be like Johnny Gargano and fall into the black hole of nothingness and just be a, a footnote after beating Okada this year. But that's that's my worst feud. Uh, when the when Loomis feud. popped out of the ring, when he popped from under the ring, that was a great, that was a really funny moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that, bad, but uh, yeah, you're right. I'm not defending the Miz in this feud. Uh, last year, by the way, I picked uh, Charlotte Flair versus Tony Storm as worst feud. Um, Joel, you picked Charlotte Flair versus Nia Jax, and Mon, you did Big E versus Apollo. So that was uh, well, they did have 413 matches in a row, they did. Uh, <laughs> Adam, where are you going? Speaking of having 413 matches, um, I'm gonna go with some more bloodline hate here and hey, just hey, give hey, it hey. to. If I have to choose one, but like every every Usos feud this year, every single one. Like once they unified the titles, it's just like nothing mattered. You knew they were gonna win forever. Right? And like a new day, they had two or three new day feuds this year. Mm -hmm. If if I have to pick one, it's all of the new day feuds. Well, you forget Um, too. Just because they've they they have that match against the New Day. They're not allowed to have a match. The New Days are not allowed to have a match anymore. Mm-hmm. But because the New Day are coming up on the record, we just forget about it. Yeah, they forget about it. So you keep yeah. doing that. And it's like, I've seen those matches so many times. And so recently, it's not like we're coming back to it. It's just like, they're, they're tag, the tag division is just so weak in WWE. I think that's obvious here. And that's what's happening is that they're just having to throw all these people in again and again and again. So I'm just like, anytime they're on, I know the matches can be fine. I'm not going to like knock the matches, but it's just like the booking is like, why should I care? Why should I care about any of these feuds anymore? Because Usos are winning forever till the end of time. So until Uh, Sammy and and KO win next year. I will put the caveat, the Street Profit Profit feud was good, but I agree with you. You kind of know where everything is going. Yeah. Uh, Senator. I was going to say the Street Profit feud to go against what Adam said. But uh, I do uh, when he explained it and he said about the booking and everything like that, yeah, I had to yeah. I had to come around to agreeing with it. So yeah, I'm not gonna take that as hate. Um I'm gonna go to WWE for this one because I seem like I've been choosing a few AEW stuff. Um WWE, I am going to go with probably the feud that nobody wanted or cared for, and it might have just ended now going into 2023. Was the Hurt Business breaking up? That was the Mm. most ridiculous feud ever because they broke up. 
then they were wanting to be back together. Then Shelton Bobby Cedric Lashley were. destroyed them. Uh, Shelton and Cedric were a team for a little bit. Wasn't getting any TV time. Then they feuded, and then really Cedric good. tried to go back with Bobby. It was just like, okay, this is the most ridiculous feud that I'm ever seeing because it's either you're disbanded or you're not. Let's just let's just yeah. call it as it is. If we're gonna say the same thing about, if I was gonna say the same thing on the last show about uh, swerving our glory just not knowing what they were doing they really did not know what they were doing with the herd business so i'm gonna go with the herd business i like it i like it a lot um let's go to mon i got this matt hardy in the firm thing nice i, I think it's a feud i don't really know <laughs> it's so bad like the but he's working with them. It's terrible, dude. And it's like, I think this is like the fourth or fifth of somebody owns somebody else's contract and is making him do something. Fucking so over it. Dude, in, in AW already that we've seen. Like, it seems like this is coming up a lot. Well, there, there was a that clip of Isaiah Cassidy, too, with the fan. Remember that? Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. I'm sick yeah. of this shit. And then, like, he's like, oh, I was just playing characters. Like, no, I think you were, like, sincere in that moment. <laughs> he really was. Yeah, no, I think this is just... Uh, what happened fun. to them, by the I mean, way? That's and what when the, did that... he even get his contract bought out by them? I don't even know. Was it on Rampage? Like, it was on it Rampage. Just, all of a sudden, he comes out, he's with them? It was on I Rampage. Mean, who knows? Like, I don't even know. Who, who's the leader? Is it is it Roosh the leader now? I don't know what's going on with any of this. Um, those are good. My, uh, it's mine was very hair thin, Miz and Dexter. Uh, but because Joel picked that, I'll pick one that I just need to hate on, which is Nyla versus Jade Cargill. Holy fuck, this was terrible. And it's mainly not even as much on Jade as it is on Nyla. Like, like you have the belt, and then they had the picture with her with the belt, and they're like champion. I'm like, no, she's not the fucking champion. What are you? <laughs> Nyla's promos were really, really bad with Possession her. Possession is nine tenths of the law, Josh. Yeah, there was just no <laughs> engagement. Why did I fucking care about any of this? It was just like these are two women that I don't really give a shit if they fight against each other. Like Nyla's they're already faced heels. her, and, and what? Yeah, it, that was the other thing too. They're they're two heels. Who am I supposed to root for in here? I guess Jade because the title got stolen away. It just it just seemed like yeah we're just propping this up because Jade will get the big spot and slam Naya down uh, Naya rose down but it, yeah it was it just that feud actually angered me with how stupid it was and the fact and that it was the in payoff AW, match yeah the payoff match was not good it was so bad we we'll might get to that in a bit <laughs> we might come back to that in a bit but yeah that's uh, that's my worst feud of the year uh, worst angle of the year uh, last year I had Eva uh, our favorite. Uh, Eva versus Piper. That was so bad. The fat thing last year, and she was kind of her, her slave and shit like that. That was really, really bad. Um, Joel, you picked House of Torture, and Mon, you picked the MJF and uh, Pillman uh, angle last year. That was with the talking about Pillman's mother, um, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. That was it. Was pretty bad. Mm-hmm uh this year uh senator where are you going i'm gonna let someone else go because yep. i'm going i'm going to like six in my head right now so i want to narrow it cool. down so okay i'll let uh joel go uh i'm going back to matt hardy just uh <laughs> and i can't pick one 
It's just every little contract bouncing around here. Anytime you see it, you're like, I don't care. I There's such good content on AEW. When you see that, you're like, just please move to the side. And you almost forget about it because then you have an FTR match or you have Kenny and the Elite and uh, Lucha Bros. And you almost forget that that even happens. You almost wipe it from your memory. But then when you're reminded, it's like, oh yeah, that I just that's really bad. So anytime... Anything that involves contracts being passed around, it's just, it's, it's fucking soul-suckingly horrible. Well, you want to talk about contracts and bad angles. How about Wardlow in the match that he had against uh, everybody, the security guards or whatever, and then the pins were getting incorrect. It was all over the place. I, I would maybe put this in match of the year, but something else has to get a clean sweep in match of the year this year that was much a worse match. This was just all over the place. I was so confused. And just, it was the whole kind of like time after the MJF feud with Wardlow, where they did this, they had the the stuff with Sterling that made no sense at all. It's like, you just built this guy up to be like your Goldberg. Like he's the next guy and he's facing this stuff for like the fight a lawsuit so he doesn't get sued. Like it made no sense. It was so stupid. It was like cringy, like mid 2000s WWE level booking you don't see an AEW, an AEW uh, at all. And it really, really brought down Warlow this year. Uh, and really, I haven't looked at Warlow the same since that game. It was just absolutely dreadful. Uh, Mon, where are you going? Funny you brought up the MGF Brian Pillman stuff from last year, you yeah. know, uh, because along the same lines, I'm just uncomfortable when you bring up a dead person's father. Or a dead father of a person, of a wrestler. Like I, I was just, I find it cringy when, when you know Christian brings up uh, Luke Perry and and yeah, I don't like it. I, I like Christian's promos. I think he did some great promo work this year, and and the feud overall, I liked in a lot of ways. But that part, I found really, really uncomfortable and unnecessary and cheap heat, and and uh, that to me is the worst angle. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because they couldn't do the payoff. Yeah. They didn't yeah. have the match. No, they didn't have the match. Yeah, and I don't care if Christian had permission. It's like with Randy Orton. I don't care that Randy Orton had permission to say Eddie's in hell. I don't care if they it's had the same permission. Thing. Don't it's don't fucking thing. say yeah. it. Like they go, like, well, he talked about Christian's divorce and we didn't know about that. I'm like, I don't I don't want to hear the Christian's divorced. I don't want to hear about Luke Perry passing away. I don't need to see christian next to the late uh perry's widow and to saying like oh i can spend a night like it's it's yeah. really a bad cheap heat mm-hmm. it's good it's a good one uh adam where are you going um i'm going with an angle that kind of ruined a lot of the booking i think for the rest of time now forever and it's unifying the wwe titles mm. um putting them together just hamstrings a booking forever and ever and ever they try to elevate these other titles to make them the world titles on other shows um or whatever but just unifying those titles what whoever they gave it to it was a no-win situation it didn't matter um and then roman's just gonna have them for eternity i guess and and then yeah it's it was a terrible choice um i mean one of the final vince choices i guess we're gonna go down that road um, but yeah, it was a bad one. And I don't know. I don't even know how they get out of it at this point. Like I can't even fantasy book my way out of this, this thing. 
Yeah, that's a great one. It's a great one, Adam. Uh, Senator. All right. Um, I was gonna go originally. I was gonna go with everybody wanting ten from Dark Order because. Mm. They wanted him because he wore a mask and they thought he was a luchador. Like, I just didn't. didn't, (laughs) Kept saying, like, I want, this is your last chance. But then just every week, just kept going back and asking him. And he just kept saying, it just made no sense. But I'm going to go. The worst angle is allowing Vince McMahon to go onto screen after the allegations and stuff came. Oh, good one. That, Mm -hmm. to me was the worst angle because I don't know if they thought that was good PR move. Of course they did. But to go out there to not even say anything of importance, worst angle for me. So it's I'm coming going. up for me still. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I got some stuff still, but that's a good one, Senator. Uh, worst pay-per-view of the year. Last year, I picked Survivor Series when they had the egg. Remember the egg? And Austin Theory stole the egg, and they pro- they promoted <laughs> oh, The Rock for the oh. whole show that The Rock was yeah, coming out. No- and then was the that Rock- Red, Red Notice? Notice. Red, Red Notice, Notice. Yeah. yeah, that The Rock was going to oh, come out. He boy. never did. And then Martin and uh, Joel picked SummerSlam, which was also not great. And they had the Bianca and Becky match, which hindsight a year later did pay off, but we're not giving them credit for that. No, they, they, there is zero chance they had the forethought to go, hey, you know what? We'll do this here, and it'll pay off later. They were like, oh, well, this works out beautifully for us. I'll eat off this one. There's one show every year that the non-essential wrestling fans get excited for and that you expect a certain level of fun with, and that's the Royal Rumble. This was the this was the axe on like most WWE shows this year were either good to like great to good to average, and then Mania was fantastic. This Royal Rumble was fucking dog shit. It was absolutely terrible. Shane McMahon knocking out Bad Bunny, Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens. Like, it was absolutely dreadful. And then you have Brock come back at the end of the night, winning it, and us all groaning again because we have to deal with another Brock and Roman match. It was Mm -hmm. – the women's match wasn't much better at all either. The the only good thing on it was the Roman and the Seth match, which was fun, but had a bullshit finish to it. Uh, it was just an absolutely dreadful, dreadful pay-per-views. Maybe one of the worst rumbles ever. Just terrible, Joel. Which they didn't follow up with Seth because Seth didn't nope. technically like that. Should have been your follow-up, but they never given it a proper payoff. Yeah, it was absolutely just just terrible. And Shane McMahon booking it makes a lot of sense as to why as well. Uh, <laughs> he got fired that and night. Then fired by his that dad. night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joel, where are you going? Uh, I'm going with The World by GCW. We all watched it. I remember all being like, let's watch it. There seems to be some positive hype with the brand, everything. And I was like, hey, we're going to give this show a chance. And then they they kind of teased that FTR was going to be there. And they could say, oh, we did it. You did. You did. You teased FTR was going to be there. And that terrible Effie and Jarrett match. The Cardona thing that had X-Pac run down was terrible. And the worst part, too, in that tag match against the Briscoes, Joel, is Nick Gage comes out, like, okay. And then it's like, oh, my God, it's Vince Blubberwatts. Like, this big fat fucker comes out. It's like, I have no idea who this is. Like, oh, fuck, yeah, it's him. It's, it's, it's him. Like, it's like, what are you talking about? Just 
about just just, just there's no enjoyable. other show that i like and that's the thing that i look for when doing like worst show is what show did i leave going well fuck and <laughs> that was the show this year that i was like well fuck that was such a waste of time or was that's it really good to- or was it a good time because it gave you a choice? Oh, it gave it, you a choice right now. So it yeah. it uh, not worth it. If I could have got that <laughs> two hours back of my life, I would absolutely take that over watching that show. Yeah, that's a good one. That was my runner-up, Joel. Um, Mon. Oh no, that's my pick. I I mean, I watched this. I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of garbage wrestling, anyways. Yeah, you know, I mean, of like the. the, the, the so the promotion already is like working up hills against me, you know, and uh, you know, lazy booking, lazy wrestling, and all this stuff. But that thing was awful, and that the crowd went ape shit. That's what got me. They went banana that night. I'm like, this is the, I am not the target audience because they they all just went crazy, and me, I I thought this was the worst pay per view I'd seen. In it's bad. I mean, this was what uh wcw new blood bad like this was bad it's brutal all right let's get back into it adam where are you going um worst pay-per-view of the year i think joel um made me almost change my answer with his like you watch something and it's just like that was the worst <laughs> thing i've ever seen um and it almost was the rick flair's last match Oh, oh, we'll get we, um, we gotta but, get to that still we're gonna get to that still but i'm not gonna pick that here the worst pay-per-view regardless of matches that were on it there was maybe one pretty good match on this card um but it's crown jewel every single year it's crown Great jewel pick. what a, a bullshit pay-per-view just because like you have the hottest guy in wwe right now Sami Zayn. you put him in this feud and he's up there and he's running day in day out and then you can't bring him there. He's getting chance at the press allowing, conference. The entire press conference, he's getting chance. And, and you're allowing this one pay-per-view hamstring all your booking for the year. Like, Sammy can never be champion going into that event. And yeah. it's like, that's insane. The that's only, crazy. Like, you can't have this event. And it's, yeah, the Logan Paul match was great. It was really fun. But yeah. it, doesn't over, it doesn't overshadow any of that. I was just say the I only have, bright spot for me is Botchamania got Logan Paul saying I am the table. That's the only bright spot for me. I <laughs> in the press conference, right? Yeah, yeah, J- yeah. Josh and Morton can att- I pick Crown Jewel the Saturday every year almost many times. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're just like it's it's such a like I've never watched. I think I've seen half of one of the shows i've not i refuse to watch anything else they don't deserve my eyeballs i don't care what program they could have rock and austin and i'd be like no i'm good they could have kurt angle they could have a time machine and have kurt angle and bret hart wrestle in their prime i'd be like no i'm good i, I don't need to see this it's going to be in crown jewel no thanks. the whole thing is in such poor taste and so offensive and it always has been and screwing up the booking is is just one of the aspects it's an excellent mm-hmm. pick every year yeah and then Senator, you can wrap us up. Uh, yeah, um, it's GCW. Okay, <laughs> it's, 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 uh, my my answer is very simple. That was my runner up. I just I, I figured you guys some people would pick it, and I'm really happy Adam picked Crown Jewel, but that Rumble needed to be shit on as well. Um, worst promotion of the year, um, Adam. 
Um, this year it's NXT 2.0. Okay. It's it's like almost unwatchable. Like I, I don't watch any of it anymore. I see the people that are on it. Nobody is, is drawing my interest outside of Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker um, and all the toxic attraction stuff that is now no longer. Um, but like none of the titles were changing hands, throwing down like New Day, throwing who Ziggler went down there for a little bit. Um, who else? Cedric went down there. Like a few other guys trying to like spice it up, but it's like everybody's just so boring. It's just boring guys that can wrestle pretty well. And it's like, I don't need that. Like I want some, like give me something fun from NXT. I'm just not crazy about it. Not good. Uh, it's a good pick. Uh, I'm going with, this was tough. You have, you have NXT's not great. GCW I'm sure is going to come up. To me, it's the NWA. Um, because the way they treated their women was absolutely disrespectful. Billy Corrigan, the world is a vampire. You're a fucking vampire because you sucked the life out of professional wrestling in the last half of this year. It was absolutely fucking dreadful the way that you treated your women and treated your performers just to have this piece of shit Fox correspondent Tyus come on and go and like, oh, well, people only really care about big guys in wrestling. Motherfucker, your broadcast is on fight on YouTube. This is where those people are that watch your product. What the fuck are you talking about? They only want to see big guys fight. You disrespected the dungeon champion and Nick Oldis, who was a great hand to have. His wife, Mickey James, who gave you one of the best shows of last year and really put a big oomph to your product as far as women wrestling goes. Just absolutely dreadful and terrible from a promotion and from a promoter. Just absolutely sickening that everything came out of this promotion. I think that's I I'm glad you said that because that that was definitely my top three. I have three promotions. Okay, I'll let you go, Joel. <laughs> uh, I actually picked, and it's not it it might be cheating a little bit, but it is the promotion that the authors of Pain tried to start, the Wrestling <laughs> Entertainment <laughs> W E S, uh, and they <laughs> left talent screwed. They kept booking these main events and it just kept changing and changing. They had this big arena over in the UK and it just, it's, it sounded like a nightmare from day one and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And the fact that you screwed actual talent because traveling over to the UK is not necessarily just a hop, skip and a jump. It's not like going from one part of the States to another. You're traveling. You have to block out time for that. So you're potentially losing money by just blocking that time out to go there and then not get paid or not have a proper show to go to. Just just a total joke. I'm glad NWA got match- mentioned and I'm glad NXT got mentioned because those were my other two. But this one, just the fact that it's screwing other talent that are, that, and they grabbed a lot of talent that were laid off by WWE. Naya, Mojo, been picked up. Yeah. Like you, you left a bunch of people in a spot where it's like, oh well, here's my paycheck now. This is where I'm gonna go, and you, you fuck them. Joel and two, the the fact that it was overseas, right? This wasn't like it was like in the states where it's like, oh, we're gonna go to a show in in Buffalo, right? We can go to the show in Buffalo, and it's all good. This show was overseas, so a lot of stuff had to happen. We're still in the vicinity of a pandemic, you know, at that at, like with a lot more rules for the pandemic at that point. So a lot of stuff has to happen as that at that point. So you're giving up and having to go through a lot of stuff to get to that show. Just absolutely terrible. I'm glad you picked that show. Uh, Senator. I'm glad that Joel picked that show too, because that was just uh post COVID five star wrestling. Yeah. Um, 
but I am going to go with NWA because anytime nice. you give Funkasaurus the title, <laughs> I can't, I can't support your support your show. So yeah. it does like they could have been doing amazing this entire year, but the moment you gave Funkasaurus the title, you are the worst promotion. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you picked that one. Uh, <laughs> by the way, before Adam goes, last year was a clean sweep by us. It was ROH. Uh, Adam, where are you going? I already went. Oh, you went. Martin, sorry. Martin. Martin. Yeah. Yeah. They're all excellent choices. And I really do want to pick GCW because, but I saw one show. I mean, <laughs> yeah. just to round it all out. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I do yeah. want to, but, but I was pretty sure I was thinking on this. And maybe I'm wrong. I didn't look it up, but. I was pretty sure this this whole control your narrative thing was this year. It was. It was. And, <laughs> oh yeah. And I was like, that was terrible. Yeah. Like it's just everything about it just it was is a mess. I forgot about that one. Well, most yeah, of those guys so went to I'm NWA, a, right? Control your narrative. Most of those guys went Pardon to me? NWA. Most of those guys went to NWA. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. Uh, couple back to wwe and it's just yeah yeah control your narrative that's my pick worst uh rules wasn't it like no super kicks yeah (laughs) yeah yeah they they were asking for like 80 bucks during like what was the they really asked like for 180 bucks during mania for some of their shows and like they were like oh you get a signed chair and you get like a high five from uh ev3 or whatever uh and and Braun Strowman said that uh, they would be be around longer than AEW. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 EC3. Not oh, great, Bob. Uh, worst TV show <laughs> last year. Choice, right? Yes, very good. Uh, worst TV show last year, Joel and I both picked Impact. And Martin, you picked NXT 2.0. Martin, where are you going this year? I wish I could not go with NXT 2.0. I wish I could say that it, it's improved. But every time I turn it on, I mean, Adam summed it up perfectly. It's so boring. Mm-hmm. The, the rustling is fine, but the fact that there's nobody who's interesting to me, there's nobody, that person who was tearing it up on the independence that they brought in, like the excitement that they once had, when, it's not just how bad and boring it is, it's how bad and boring it is compared to when it was at its height that, that mm-hmm. you have to compare it to. And yeah. I don't think the booking is bad. The rustling is eh, the environment. There's some bad so characters. Bad. Yeah. There's some bad oh, yeah. characters. Like, it's boring, but it's like that should be the place where you try some weird stuff, right? Like don't. maybe you get a gimmick that's like totally out there and you're like, let's throw it in front of an audience, see what happens. At least that would be exciting. Yeah. But it's just like safe, boring, nothing, just like promo, promo rehearsals that are just like, uh, it's bad. There's so many, there's so few people you watch on that show that you think are ready for prime time, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's a big problem. And like I say, the environment itself, just the, just the crowd and the plexiglass and all the crap that, you know, that they have there. It's, it's just, it feels, it feels like a canned product. It doesn't feel like it has that live excitement to it. And it's, uh-huh. it's just terrible. Adam, you go in the same direction? Um, no, I wasn't going to because I already shit on NXT for worst promotion. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't just double down. Um, yes, you can. So I'm just gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with Raw. Raw is just 
too long, unwatchable. Mm-hmm. Even since Hunter came back, honestly, I haven't watched it that much. But when he came back or when he took over and he was booking, I was reading about, I'm still reading about it every week. And it's like, this booking sounds great. Like, I'm excited about wrestling. I'm excited about WWE again. And then I watched a Raw and I was like, oh no, like I can't. It's oh, too, no. like, it's just three hours of nothing. Oh, no. And it's just like, I can't. And then you, and then when they unified oh, no. the titles and yes. then they lost the title and then they tried to save it with this whole United States championship. It's like, I can't yeah. watch Raw ever. Just because uh, it's not as bad as it once was doesn't make it good. Yeah. It's, no, no. You, you have such a low bar and you're now just kind of stepping over a little bit higher of a bar. And you're like, this is amazing. That, that's how I felt fans were reacting this is the best thing ever wwe (laughs) is saved everything's (laughs) perfect now and it's like so you took this bar that was here brought it up to here and now it's like and it's fallen since then to somewhere in the middle yeah yeah you went from a one out of ten to a two out of ten and you're like (laughs) twice as good twice as good now so much yay Uh, it's like that simpsons meme where homer's sitting there like this place gives me two pizzas and they're like, Lisa's like, well, it, the pizza's still bad, but it's two pizzas. It's twice <laughs> as good, but it's twice as many pizzas, but it still sucks. Uh, there is yeah. the old saying, even bad pizza is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Senator, where are you going? Oh, I got to go with NXT 2.0, man. It's <laughs> just it's just from horny Wade Barrett to... Uh, <laughs> like, it's just... like. I see what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. but what really put it over the top for me was Apollo being going from a Nigerian prince to being able to see the future, and <laughs> and then his feud with Braun, where Braun just really loves fishing, but Apollo's the one that caught the fish. Like I was just like, okay, you know what? Like I just I just can't, man. Like I just it was a like they turned Cameron Grimes from like one of the most over characters in regular NXT to when are we gonna get this guy out of here? Like that's how that's how bad the promotion was. So I gotta go with NXT 2.0. I I just say to you, I'm going there too. So everything they've said is correct. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go there too. It was razor thin. I wanted to go with Rampage, but there's just it's good wrestling it's a nothing show and the booking is really weird sometimes in there but we got we got shibata for Sorns cassidy on there with mike tyson doing commentary so that alone is good enough and they've been really you can tell the last two months they've been really trying to put emphasis on it again it's really good wrestling it's just a nothing show that has no stakes to it that's the only problem with rampage but they're still really good wrestling. Every hour, you're going to get good wrestling. I can't say the same with NXT. Dealing with Last Legend or... Like, the only good things I would say that I watch NXT is... Like, Chase U makes me chuckle. I, I actually think Chase U is kind of fun. That's that's going pretty good. Um, Rosie Perez is good. Uh, Cora Jade is good. Uh, even Toxic Attraction at their best was entertaining. There's stuff there, but like you mentioned Zenner before, Grayson Waller, I fucking hate that guy. There's just a lot. And, and now Dragon Lee's going to be part of this. It makes me not really, not really excited. So I'll go NXT 2.0, but I wanted to pick Rampage, but the wrestling saved it. The, the Rampage, you watch it, it's pretty good. You just, you're like, that was good. I like that. 
and then you forget to watch it again. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, and and the thing that I think helps Rampage is it's just an hour. It's just an hour. Yeah. It's like the old NXT. It's done and gone, where NXT mm-hmm. is still two hours, and you're like, this is still going. And I I'm see that. I see them trying to make an effort with Rampage too. Yeah. Like having Moxley on there a few couple weeks uh, really helped with that. Um, but for most of the year, it was kind of just, you just knew when you watched Dynamite and you heard, yeah, I'll see you on Rampage. You're like, all right, there's going to be 20 matches on this one hour. And, <laughs> and Excalibur is going to have to say all of them. Yeah. Like it's just that, that was the thing. But NXT 2.0 definitely was the worst promotion. Like uh, I, I forgot of... one thing about NXT. Yeah, yeah. Nikita Lyons is fantastic. Yes. And I can't wait for her to, to get a few more more matches under her belt and like actually. Really starch isn't bad things. either. The women division is probably um, the best part about it, to be honest. But that's well, about it. Well, maybe other than you last legend. Nikita to stop. Nikita needs to stop tweeting. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah. that's probably where her biggest issue is. So yeah, there's a there's yes. a few women that need to stop tweeting. Tweets have uh, hurt people in the past. I'm gonna go to most overrated, and I just remembered with who I'm gonna do for most overrated. I'm changing my worst angle of the year because of the, uh, what I remember for most overrated. So this is a package. It's Charlotte Flair, and that angle that happened on SmackDown at the buzzer is my worst angle of the fucking year. I just oh, remembered how oh. angry that got me. So that is my worst angle of the year. That Wardlow thing pissed me <laughs> off. But that Charlotte thing was absolutely terrible. Just so egregious that she comes back. She's so overrated. She's only only good when she has a title. Not even good. That's the only way they know how to use her. So we put a title on her. It works, right, guys? Right, guys? Right, guys? It's just... <sighs> I, I absolutely hate everything people about her. We'll get to worst theme music. She gets new theme music. It's like, it's great. It's like, no, it's shit. Much like Johnny Gargano's theme music is shit and a bunch of other people's theme music is shit is because you fucked over CFO and can't use CFO anymore. So you had to change your theme. But it was absolutely terrible. She's she's good in ring, but her promo's terrible. Charisma's terrible. And all she's really is is she just put a, just come out with a title walking. Because that's the same thing to Charlotte. It's the same reason... Adam hates everything with Roman because that's all Charlotte is. And that feud with Ronda is just absolutely dog shit because you built up this whole thing of Raquel getting so close, but Shayna almost beat her. And then Ronda loses the title in flat seconds to Charlotte because we need to put Charlotte back on top. And on top of that, you were building up something with Baszler and with Ronda. And now that just means jack shit. The fight at the Rumble, but who fucking cares? Anyways, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) <laughs> well to to build off yours uh i'm not picking charlotte for mine but i think i lost any gleam of respect for charlotte with the Kyrie sane situation how she handled that and you look very contrastly on how becky and oscar handled that when someone was concussed how one person handled it versus two others two were professional one was a ch- child having a temper tantrum and the stuff that she had with Nia Jax, even though Nia Jax is usually all over this award section, she hasn't wrestled at all, so we can't pick her, as well as everything that happened with Becky. Like, there's just so many different things with Charlotte where I, I, I can't put her in my overrated because I don't value her all that much. Yeah, like, she has good <laughs> but you, you have you have moments where it's like she's done so many things where it's like, how how can I put you in the, in the Becky, Asuka, Io Shirai, the talent and stardom, Mercedes. Sasha? Like she's 
she's she's just not there because she's gone out of her way to do things over the last couple of years that have not has systematically knocked her value to me down more and more having said that joe who's your most uh, who's your pick oh my uh my my pick is more based on fan reaction uh mm-hmm. it's carl anderson because everyone's acting like well carl anderson's going to the dome show so that means we get jay white or okada in the rumble and i'm like carl anderson's here jay white and okada are all the way up over here <laughs> there's no value to Carl Anderson he's a him and the good brothers have done a good job finding a way to weasel their way into different companies and always have work good on them always good to have a paycheck but anyone that puts Carl Anderson in the same area as Jay White and Okada needs to give their head a shake because he's that said make putting Jay White in just one time or Okada in just one time into the Royal Rumble gives them more visibility and eyeballs Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, and makes them a bigger well, star than they have been previously. So in that way, it's a good trade. It's not about it, the equivalence of of how popular, or how good, or how high up the Rustys are. It's about the equivalent of the eyeballs. And that's a you know. And that's absolutely a great point. But mine, well, I don't is, think it's happening. No, I don't think it's happening either. But my my thing is anyone that equates Carl Anderson to those two, it's just like it's it that's your math doesn't work there but for new japan it'd be amazing i don't think it would ever happen though uh mine uh now i've forgotten what the what we're category is. overrated oh yeah overrated overrated uh oh and i don't think this person is very highly rated by anybody except for the wwe but clearly she is there and it's not Charlotte, though she's a good good pick because she's all her last name. But uh, I'm picking this uh, because we expected this name to come up often, and it hasn't so far. And because Josh is a misogynist, I'm picking Ronda Rousey. Good. And <laughs> and because she is, they put the title on her, and she consistently has sucked. So I so mean, bad. to me, anybody who's carrying the title. And is not delivering and carried it for a long time. And it's now in a main event, quote unquote, feud with Charlotte, you know, heading into WrestleMania. Uh, I mean, I know her name that she got from, from UFC. And I know you're paying her a lot of money, but she's not worth it. No. Uh, Senator? Oh, man. All right. My most overrated was going to go to Wade Barrett. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just think everyone just makes it sound like he's the greatest announcer, but I don't see it. But um, my most overrated is going to go to Austin Theory. Oh, there you um, go. I feel, that, I feel that even if you look at the fan reactions at the start of the year he was getting the fan reaction kind of because of vince it wasn't because of who he was like those boos mm-hmm. were coming because it was you are like vince's illegitimate child you were the new hornswoggle um but after that you're not seeing especially after the who's your daddy uh promo like there's no reaction when he comes out like i 
I just think that I think they're trying to build him up to go against Cena for WrestleMania, and I think uh, like I don't know, man. I just I just have him overrated. That's uh, I think you I think you might be safe because the latest rumor that's being pitched around is Cody versus Cena. Uh, that was scrap drill. That was scrap. That's that's ah. what it was. That's what it was. That's it was scrapped. Because they were looking at from what I was reading, they were trying to go Cody set for for WrestleMania, and I was like, yeah. no, let's uh, please, let's not please no. do that again. But yeah, no. From the last report I saw, they want Theory and Cena, and sounds like it's Logan and Cena as well. That's just give me Austin and Cena. Uh, Adam, where are you going? <laughs> um, well, I've been shitting on WWE for a lot of the last few awards, so I can't say Roman Reigns, unfortunately, even though I want to. Um, but I'm gonna go with another um, highly regarded, uh, actually, a, a, a tag team here um, okay. that I just really don't like, and it's the Young Bucks. Um, and not oh. even because of their involvement with this backstage drama. Um, yes, they can have pretty fun matches. Um, I know, I know Martin's been talking about this death triangle, best of seven, and they can have some good matches, but their matches are so scripted and so indie-rific that I just get pretty bored with them. Sure, there's like exciting spots, but just their promos and also their their new found gimmick right now of them being these sneaker heads so as as a professional sneaker head i'm gonna call myself here um i thought it was funny at first i liked it um but then they kind of exposed themselves and went too deep into the i don't know what um into the shit maybe um of of smelling their own farts uh they think they're better than they are people think they're better than they are they're not that great I'm just glad like that the, I'm just glad that the break finally allowed Matt Jackson's back to heal because he's had a back injury for four years. Like it's been, yeah. it's been insane. Joel, everybody's allowed to have an opinion, even if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with Morton. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I knew that was. That's uh, all I'll say. Worst broadcaster of the year. This has been. Unfortunately, for the last few years, it has been a lot of Jim Ross. Last year was a clean sweep for Adon Verk. I have a feeling where Senator's going for this, so I'm going to leave with Senator. I'm going for Jim Ross. Oh, I thought you were going to go with Wade Barrett the way you were shitting on him. I was, I was going to, but also Jim Ross said, "Welcome to WWE Dynamite." Like, <laughs> welcome to AEW Rampage. <laughs> Like on Wednesday, you don't even know what what show you're calling, like or what company you're in anymore. Like I can't, I can't. So I gotta go with I gotta go with Jr. Unfortunately, Mon, where are you going? All right, if Adam can hate the much beloved and uh, respected young bucks, I I can say who I think is the worst. And I know everybody else loves them. I know everything, but I do not like Pat McAfee at all as a announcer. I, mm-hmm. I don't like him as a character. I like him when he's wrestling. I, I think it's stupid that he wins. I think you should. I don't think anybody who, you know, is not a. You should never put your your regular talent uh, 
you know, have them job out to somebody who is just off the street. I don't care who they are. Um, I, I think it makes your, your roster look bad. But, uh, I mean, McAfee puts himself over more than he puts the talent over to me. And that's not the job of a color commentator. He's supposed to put mm. the psychology in the match over. When I, when I talked about my best commentator and, and it was Caprice Coleman, McAfee is the polar opposite to me. Uh, you know, the, the psychology isn't there. The, the uh, putting over the rustlers isn't there. It's, a, it's about getting his alpha crowd reaction. He's, he's all, all about himself. I, it, it doesn't work for me. I thought you would He's have him as your, I thought you would have him as your favorite because he beat Baron Corbin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is match of the year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to, this is my first GCW pick. I'm going with Kevin Gill. Just oh, yeah. absolutely dreadful as someone that, you know, is more really hit perfectly just as someone that is in that chair and has that as a, as my profession, it is really important that you get the players, the talent over. I think McAfee does a bit of that, but I, I can see where you're coming from. This guy is everything you teach against in broadcasting school. The cursing, number one overall, I'm not trying to be a saint here, but there's no need for the cursing. Well, I've that never we heard have. you curse. Not on a broadcast. You, there, is, there is a level of professionalism when you get behind that mic and you're broadcasting out. And look, I'm not saying like for GCW, I'm not like saying like, Reverend Lovejoy's wife, like, think of the children, because obviously there's not a lot of children that's watching GCW, but it's just an unnecessary sense to have so much cursing in it. He adds nothing to it. He really has barely any wrestling knowledge when he's talking about the moves. You talk about a guy trying to get himself over. The only person they give a crap about getting over is Brett, the promoter, and Nick Gage half the time. That's all it really seems about. All these weird inside jokes all the time that only the two broadcasters really get put up with each other. Just he's absolutely terrible. One of the worst broadcasters in any profession I've ever heard. I, that, I agree hundred percent. And I agree with the cursing as, as a broadcaster. It's yeah. I, I agree there. That that was my pick as well. Like okay. you just your your first introduction and you're getting yelled that and it's just like it's this bombastic just like this unnecessary just yelling for the sake of yelling we're gcw we're edgy and we're all of this and f this and this and that and nick gage is gonna do this and it's like why the fuck am i watching it's again it's like oh fuck why am i watching yeah yeah uh adam you can round us out um well, I haven't done, this is my first year doing this with you guys. Um, so I might do a little bit of like a, this is like a, like over the last while worst. Um, and sorry, sure. Senator, but it's Michael Cole. Oh. It's Michael Cole. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the first time we've had sure. a What? It's our second ever best and worst. The one year with Bray Wyatt. <laughs> we had him as best gimmick and worst gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first half of the year, he was clearly, he's, he's bad because Vince sure we can say Vince yeah. is in his ear and then Vince gets out and now he's on his own and yeah maybe he got a little better but not enough not a, not that much better that he's like blowing me away I don't believe senator maybe you, you got you obviously have a different opinion about this um but I just think like yeah I don't know what a 20-year veteran you can't turn the corner immediately so maybe it'll get better but it didn't do it for me I'll never forget when he called 
I'll never forget when he called the NXT UK tournament where they crowned Tyler oh, Bate so champion to good. start, and he was so good. Yeah. And and it was clearly because Vince wasn't paying attention, and yeah. now he just it's mm-hmm. like he can't get Vince out of his head anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when, and like I told, like I like I get it. Like I would, I'm not knocking anybody that would say that. Um, I just think that there is a dramatic change in who he was at the start of the year when Vince was there to now. I think one of the best things that helped him was Pat McAfee, to tell you the truth, because Pat McAfee was just so free. Like the WWE couldn't really control what he was saying because he was too, he's a high, high check, too high of a check to try to control. Right. And so once he once he got there, he was able to kind of help Michael Cole kind of be a little more free. And you saw that in the WrestleMania match when uh, when um, Pat was facing Austin Theory, like you started to see a little more emotions and stuff like that. So like that's when I was like, OK, they're kind of turning a corner with him compared to the 20 years before with Vince just screaming, you can't say belts <laughs> and you can't say, yeah. you know, what I mean? like, ambulance. Yeah. It's a, I'm, I'm definitely a funny thing to be more, proven wrong or a hospital because it's a medical yeah. facility yeah. facility, like medical facility. Yeah. I'm willing to be proven wrong in 2023 I'm not saying he's like dead forever yeah. but he just hasn't done it yet yeah no I, I get it I get it it is funny with Michael Cole before we move on to the next scene we had that period they were like they said ambulance they said hospital and we were like they said, <laughs> they said wrestler <laughs> they said wrestler oh my god <laughs> But it's very weird. Such a low bar. Yeah, low yeah. bar. Very low. Uh, next up is the Please Retire Award. Uh, I'll leave this one off. Mine is Jeff Hardy uh, because I wanted the shit on this guy because he's an absolute piece of shit. Continually getting on the road and drinking and driving. I have no reverence for this guy. Everyone's like, get well, Jeff. No, you're fucking past that. You're an irresponsible piece of shit. Continually getting on the road and drinking. I understand alcoholism is a problem. And, you know, and quite frankly, maybe this is out of line. Maybe his wife and people around him have to do a better job of being around him because the, the people that are around you are the people that are going to enable you continuously. And those people have to rise and get you up and make sure you're out of reach of those situations. He should not be in any situation where he's around drug or alcoholic beverages. Once or twice, you're like, okay, that's bad, right? But this guy is continuously putting people's lives on the line and i don't i i would hope that tony khan or any other promoter that gets him never puts him in a ring again because he's absolutely disgraceful and continuously risking other people's lives with his terrible terrible decision making so mine's jeff hardy mm-hmm. yeah that's uh a, that's a completely I'll fair next. i'll go next but yes yeah, that was a solid a solid choice but I do have a little pushback to that because if you take away any of the action, like the in-ring actions and stuff like that, it may cause him to do it a lot more than he already does it, right? Like it is you, when you, a lot of times when there is a addiction or whatever, having mm-hmm. a, something to substitute or to try to distract sure. you might help you a little bit more. If you don't have that, you might do it a lot more. So that's you where- might. That's my only pushback to that. I think we're past that though now, but yeah, uh, you can go Senator. Um, it's going to be the same person I said for the worst announcer. And I know, I know the love is there for wrestling mm-hmm. and he will always love wrestling. He will always be the voice of wrestling for me growing up as a kid. Uh, but it's JR to me, man. Like, I just think that, I just think that it's just, 
he's not where he used to be. And I don't know if it's just because of the loss of his partner, which I think plays a big factor and everything that he had medically that goes on. Right. And I know it kind of contradicts what I just said about um, having that distraction, but I think you can give him like a backstage role. I think you can give him something that can still keep him within wrestling, just not the voice of wrestling. He's not that anymore. Well, I mean, Kenny Omega is a WWE champion, thanks to Jim Ross. So, <laughs> um, Adam, um, I'll I'll start this out with a little caveat. I wrote my worst of before mm-hmm. we did our best of last week. You can check yeah. my spreadsheet. You can check my timestamps. My please retire is Charlotte Flair. <laughs> it was Charlotte Flair last week. <laughs> I had her on this list. I can't stand her. I don't want her winning more titles. I don't want her back at all. She has go away heat from me all the time. I would She's agree. the lol Cena wins, lol Roman wins of female mm. wrestlers. Yeah. If yeah. if you're ever to do like a betting book on on WWE, no matter what odds Charlotte has, bet on Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Bet on Roman. Bet on Cena. It's never gonna go wrong. It's just so boring. She's like. She's pretty boring in the ring. She's she's fine in the ring. Her promos are boring. Her look is getting extremely stale. Her, her charisma is is it's a black hole. Like it's yeah. dead. I just like coming back and winning another title. Come on, that just was just like when I saw that, I was like, oh my god, this is unreal, unreal. Just retire, go live on a deserted island with, <laughs> with Andrade. I don't know, whatever, do that. Yeah. I'm not interested in you. This is the biggest hate, 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 hate. I love it. Martin. <laughs> well, definitely. I, I I, mean, from one flare to another. <laughs> <laughs> you already said he would never retire. From one flare to another. And, and, and I consider Double J here because I don't mind him having a backstage role, but I don't want to <laughs> see him wrestle. Uh, I will say that. But I mean, Ric Flair wrestled, and then he said he re- regrets the fact that he said it was his final match. And, <laughs> and he's proud of the match, which was <laughs> awful. And he's, we'll he thinks it. it was good. He thinks yeah. it was good. And it's so embarrassing to see. Oh, we fucked up. We should have done. Man. Sorry, Martin. We should have done worse non-character wrestler should have been uh, Conrad Thompson because of all the stuff that he pumps up Ric Flair with. That's true. That's true. That's a, that would hey, be. Hey, don't worry. Don't worry. You can watch. Uh, you can rewatch the match exclusively on Impact Plus now. Yay! Oh, good. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the lucky thing is they didn't charge much for that pay per view. Uh, jeez. What a what a. <laughs> that's it, man. Uh, it's from one player to another for me. It's Rick. And the greatest line came from that. What happens if your pacemaker stops in the ring? I'll just reset. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Joel? Oh, it's it's Ric Flair. Like, man. Like, even watching clips from the documentary that's on Peacock, I'm like, boo! Can we we shit on that documentary for two seconds then? Yes. (laughs) So he does this whole thing, and I'll let you kind of go on this, Joel, uh, so you can have more talking to Flair. He had this whole thing, right? I will talk about the plane ride from hell. This is my opportunity to talk about that whole thing. I'm sick of everyone talking about it. It ruined my life. 
It took advertising stuff away from me. I will finally set the record straight inch by inch of what it's going to be. This is what's going to happen to my documentary. I had zero interest in watching the Flair documentary because I've seen the 30 for 30, the original one, the Horseman DV, the Horseman one. There's been a million Flair docs. This is the part that I wanted to watch and see like, okay, what is this guy going to say about the plane ride from hell? And they, there was these like people, people sometimes take things I do and they, uh, they, they don't understand where I'm coming from. They just don't understand. I'm just trying to have fun. See, and like you, you hear that line and that is usually from someone that is like, why are you getting mad at me? There's nothing wrong with what I'm doing right now. It's yeah. you. It, this is a you problem. This isn't me. And that's like, that's a person that you take a big step around and you run away from because that's not a person you want to be involved with. And like this whole build for the last thing for this match and everything tied in with flair. Like, it's just, I, I want nothing to do with it. I, I, I hope to God he doesn't wrestle anymore, but he I think this guy, this guy is going to wrestle until he dies in that ring. That is what he wants. And he's going to keep having matches and he's, people are going to keep enabling him because he's Ric Flair. He's the greatest of all time, Ric Flair. We have to give him this. And it's like, no, you don't. You don't have to give him shit. And yet you're still continuously going out there and being like, yeah, no, we'll let you have a match. We'll let you, we'll let you do this. Mostly because they're going to make money off of it. And it, that makes it okay. Money seems to make everything okay. And you're in this moment where Flair's like, Flair could die there. And everything's like, well, but we're going to get paid for it. So it's all okay. That's what he wants anyway. So who cares? <laughs> you know, and for him, he's like, ah, I got juice. So it was a good match. Very dramatic. Mm. Yeah. Uh, worst promotional tactic, Martin. Well, this is, this is where Vince showing up on TV, you know, um, and what he said backstage doesn't help either. But Fuck putting him. him out there uh, among, <laughs> that was a very good imitation. That's pretty close to how I picture it. <laughs> <laughs> putting him out there in that situation to pop a rating is disgusting and disrespectful and um, speaks to everything that the reason why I turned off WWE so often over the last three, four years of, of why I don't watch nearly what I used to watch, you know? Yeah. Uh, disgusting. I, go ahead, Joel. I, I was in a Salvation Army. I was with my girlfriend and we were wandering around and I saw that Vince was on TV after all these allegations. Like, no, no. And sure enough, you see that and I'm texting you guys and I'm going through it and I'm like, the, this company has no shame. They have no shame. This article comes out and their focus is, about, hey, this is going to pop a rate for us. It's all Remember, that they promoted the it. They promoted that yep. he would be on yeah. SmackDown. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah. and then he came out and did nothing on top of it. No. Like he, he said and, nothing. He didn't, Alex. He just, I mean, he was out there for like two minutes. It, it was brutal after all that. Just, yeah, I mean, and I'm still trying to get over the fact that somebody's baby Joel. That's amazing. Uh, that's yeah. so <laughs> impressive. Uh, it just like the whole whole thing. I remember talking with her and telling her because she's not a wrestling fan, and just telling her about Vince and being like, "Oh, you you can go in a deep rabbit hole about Vince." 
Like you can you can read about this. Is shit. that your pick, and then you, Pardon? Is this yeah, your that's pick, my one hundred percent my pick. Like there's this. You see that, and I think that's why I haven't watched a whole lot of WWE. Like, WWE is not really predominant on my worst of, mostly because I haven't watched a lot of it. So I can't really justify putting it on there without having seen it. And this is one of the factors in, like, why do I want to support this company? Even when Vince gone, it's like, why? Why, why well, watch it? After Vince is technically gone, then they bring out Stephanie to lead. Thank you, Vince. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, see, on top mm-hmm. of it, just the piling on, right? Well, like, and, and your guys's are bad, and I'm glad you guys said it. Mine is something that happened three days beforehand. This really hit the fan with Vince leaving, and that was Titus O'Neil coming out on Raw and doing the bullshit. We put smiles on faces, and we love everybody, and WWE is for everybody. It's like, what the fuck is this? And it started off Raw. It was super cringy. And horrible when it happened. And I remember texting you guys like, what the fuck is Titus doing right now? And then to add that the Vince allegations happen and he leaves four days later. So they knew what was coming and they had to add this. Like, We love you. We put smiles on faces. This is the best. That was super gross to me, specifically because everything that Titus does is so good. He does so much good charity work and promotional work. He seems like he is a genuinely good guy and they just threw him out there and they've done this to Titus over and over again, like putting him with Hogan. It's like, hey, see, he's with a black guy. He's Hogan's not so bad because he's with Titus. It's just, I I feel bad they continuously put Titus in these these situations. Uh, Senator? um, You know, like, all right. It is it is unfortunate that at certain times that when you play when you play the the best corporate role and the you're the corporate guy, I'm there to support all the time. And being a person of minority, that's what you get used for. You get used to parade yeah. for a good PR. Mm-hmm. Um and that's not just that doesn't just happen with WWE. That happens in the corporate mm-hmm. world. That happens in the nonprofit world. I work nonprofit. I used to have to do uh, speeches, and half of those money doesn't even go back to the people that that they say the money is going to. You don't see half that money. But um, it definitely has to be. We are the WWE is the past, the present. And we are the future. Mm. And that together. Was, we are together. together. Didn't he add yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Together made right. me sick. Um, if you are a if you are a WWE fan, you're pretty much aware of all the nasty stuff that Vince has done. Mm-hmm. And to tell you the truth, it was one of those ones where when you heard the promotion of him coming out you weren't shocked but the fact that it actually happened was the thing that that was shocking right like it was like rating yeah it was Mm -hmm. like the it was like once it came out everybody kind of wanted to watch it to see if he was actually going to address the allegations or this was Mm -hmm. your time to address on your platform this is twitter is not his platform this Mm -hmm. is his platform at it still is to tell you the truth because he's still majority share owner mm-hmm. but at that point that was his platform we know wwe for vince we knew everything was vince 
So to come out to do the most pointless promo to start it off and think that people were just going to stick around to watch the entire show after that, the beginning of the show, the reason why they watched was to see what you said. There was a huge fall off on ratings from his quarter hour to the rest of the show. And that's because I think people turned off like we tuned in to see him address these allegations. But we know, unfortunately, WWE was probably one of the, it was the only real wrestling promo that we, promotion that we could watch for the longest time, like in Canada. And so a lot of people came accustomed to it. AEW was a good substitute. And a lot of people have switched over to a solely AEW because of because they've been waiting for a second promotion to come out to really challenge them. But we've grown up watching a lot of nasty stuff that Vince has done, a lot of racist stuff, a lot of all that stuff. So that to me, that hands down has to be the worst angle angle of the year. Well said. Well said. Uh, yeah, very well said, uh, Adam. Yeah, I'm with you on everything you said about Vince. I'm not going to go that route. I Because of basically what Senator said, it's like, you know all this stuff already. So none of this is surprising, right? It's like allegations came out. It's like, oh, which one? Which ones? It's like, this isn't going to hurt him. It's surprising that it did kind of take him down, per se. Um, that's surprising. But the fact that more of them came out is like, I don't know. Even my wife, who doesn't watch any wrestling, got into Dark Side of the Ring, and she's like, I fucking hate Vince McMahon. Like, I can't stand this guy. So she gets it already. Um, you had it in the categories as disgusting promotional tactic, all yeah. caps, disgusting. Yeah. This is not an all caps, disgusting pick uh, for me. Um, but it's it's the Owen Hart stuff in AEW. It was my um, mention. There was some good, there was some good matches brought up and, and Martha had a little bit of a, a platform to say some stuff she wanted to say, which is great, but it's ultimately forgotten, right? Like this was, this was like, we're going to write all the wrongs that WWE didn't do and like do all these things, blah, blah, blah. And then they like have this thing, give both of the belt, were there belts? Yeah, there was belts, there or was cups? belts for Brit mm -hmm. belts. and Cole. Brit and Cole. And it's like, okay, give it to these two heels who now have to come up and like shake hands with Martha Hart. And then she does her little speech that's kind of weird, kind of heartfelt. Um, and then, and then what? Now they got some toys coming out, and it's like that's toys, it. and he's in the like, video game, yeah. And the fact that the hearts weren't there yeah, too, I think, so, it's always bugs me that Brett's not there and the others aren't there. It will always bug me. I know Martha has the so first yeah, right in it. Weird. Yeah, it was my honorable mention. Was the was the hard was the it only felt, hard thing? It too. felt weird. Somebody yeah. married that. <laughs> yeah, just. Just recently, oh, um, is getting. But and I'm also sad that they didn't do any of the matches in Calgary. Yeah, like bring think, come to Calgary yeah. during the Owen Hart Memorial, like whenever they do the foundation show here, the charity event. Yeah, bring AEW here. Do like do that. Like I don't know. That would have been cool. Happen. It'll happen eventually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're doing this again. Worst theme song. There's a lot of choices, and it's all probably WWE. Senator. Oh, let me go last on this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joel? It's it's all the changes with the theme songs. It's like change, Rebel, changing Rebel Hearts just is the cardinal sin for me. Yeah. Just like, 
dude. What have you done? What have you done, WWE? And he got he came out with Rebel Hearts to Toronto, correct? He came out with the original Rebel Heart, but because of CFO, they can't use stuff as much anymore. Stupid. Stupid. And he got a big pop in Toronto. So you've you've conditioned this song with this pop, and now you've been like, oh, we're gonna change it now because he's we can't use it and he's on the main route. It just stupid. I actually stupid. wonder because and of the CFO stuff, if Sasha can use her theme. That'd be really fun. If she uh, could. Yeah. I would laugh pretty hard. Because she's not with WWE, if she reaches out and says, Hey, I want to use this as my theme song, then that's a go. Because they yeah. don't have they don't have the license for it anymore. So. Well, does Snoop have the one on his? Isn't instead he can say like uh, the big boss of WWE, he can say the big ba- boss of wrestling. Yeah, like see, he can he can. I wouldn't be surprised if if Sasha shows up, thing and Snoop does like has a remix of whatever he did. Yeah. Her. So like, uh, Adam, where are you going? Um, this is again. It's maybe not the worst. It's a little bit disappointing for me for now, and it was also on the best of list from someone here. Um, but it's Orange Cassidy's new theme yeah. song, Jane. Just because the Pixie song James was so best. good, yeah, I know, I know. So the Pixie song was so good, and then yeah, this one, I know they switched over to. They paid a lot of money for it, and it yeah. just doesn't hit. It doesn't hit as hard for me when he comes out to it. Maybe I'll warm up to it over time, but that switch over was was very brash for me and i i just didn't like it um wasn't a huge fan of it i know you love it josh maybe i'll come around i I'm do but the pixie yet. one worked really well so i'm not, i'm actually not mad at that personality wise it fitted him better yeah like so I, I get I, it. I don't think it's as good a song but it's a better personality wise fit yeah i think you think jane i think uh, jane is the better Pixies. song but yeah but yeah the pixie song was a uh, better fit mm-hmm. personality wise fun what's yours <laughs> Sorry, you go, Mark. Why you? Oh, oh, uh, this is easy for me. I, I hate, and I've hated from the moment of the first show. I hate the dynamite theme song. Like the fuse, dynamite. Some guy yelling at me. It's generic, like the worst of Raw's theme songs of the past. It's just awful. You pay all this money to have really good theme songs for your wrestlers. And that's what you have for your main show. Give me something interesting with some personality that makes me hype to see the show, not just that awful, <laughs> awful song. Uh, Senator? I bet the Young Bucks chose it. Yeah. Young oh, Bucks yeah. probably picked it. Probably, I would, yeah. I would be surprised. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Brian Danielson. I know, okay. that, I know that they wanted to keep kind of like the same feel of the song. But that person singing on the song annoys the hell out of me. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Brian Danielson. Uh, mine was also Rebel Hearts, but I can kind of go over all the remixes from the CFO. So I hate that new Flair theme. I was like, oh, Charlotte's theme is so good. I'm like, it's terrible, but it's only been out for a day. So I can't really judge a theme from no, a day, I maybe. I, I still hate it. Yeah, I don't like it either. Because the last, the last theme was good. The last theme was good. Um, all right. Next, we go up to worst baby face. Joel, you're the ultimate baby face. Who's the worst baby face? Oh, it's Matt Hardy. I don't know sympathy for that. Is he even a baby face? I can't tell right now. I, I, I think he's a baby. See, and that's just the sign of it. Just being oh my like, god! Uh, this is Joel's Matt. third Matt Hardy pick tonight. 
I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't in Please Retire. Yeah. Ah, uh, he nothing Rick can Flair pass. Was, he couldn't pass with yeah, Flair. Pass pass. <laughs> uh, Martin. Yeah, Lexter Dumas, Loomis, or Lexter, oh, whatever yeah. hell his name is. Dexter. He's a baby Lexter face. Loomis. Lexter Loomis. <laughs> Lexter I can't Dumas. even. Lexter, that's a better name. Yeah, of I like course it. it is. That's a better the name. The fact that this guy with that gimmick is a baby face. <laughs> this yeah. guy with that little charisma and that well, gimmick. Because the Miz was extorting face? him, Martin. The Miz was extorting him. Uh, I don't care. Awful. <laughs> the gimmick is awful. He's the worst baby face. Uh, oh man, yeah, it's bad. Okay, Senator? this one, this one was kind of tough for me. Um, because mm-hmm. originally I wanted to go with Seth Rollins mm. because I know he was supposed to be a heel, but he had like crowd singing his song all the time and just like it was more of a baby face role more than a heel he his promos just kind of came off heelish but he still wrestled kind of baby face-ish so like it was I'm just yeah you know what I'm just going with Seth Rollins because I don't know what he was and I <laughs> yeah. know people are like they're in-betweeners but no he was supposed to be a heel he was and he was. all year the crowd was with him the whole time and like even his cackling laugh gimmick stuff, they were still kind of with him on it. Like it just, he wasn't full heel. So he was more baby face to me this whole year, except for the Cody feud. So yeah, I'll go with Seth. Uh, Adam. That's a really good pick. I like that one. Yeah. Um, and I, I have a one that's like kind of similar. Um, and I know Joel's not going to like me. And I guess the entire wrestling community <laughs> Uh, that listens to this podcast is not going to like me. Um, but I think it's John Moxley. Um, just because he kind of got thrust wow. into that role. He got <laughs> thrust into that role. Like he's not a baby face. He wasn't a baby face. He's, he was that kind of tweener, little edgy heel a little bit. And he kind of got Austin. thrust into it when they gave he's him the Austin. title. He's well, Austin. He's and, this generation sure. Austin. And I don't, yeah. And then, but then he got thrust into the baby face role when he got that title after the, punk stuff um and it just didn't work for me i didn't like it as the baby face and then he had to play that against max um more most recently um and i just didn't like him as a baby face there i still like moxley and i still want to see more of him i just think as a baby face i didn't like him this year on the hangman side of things i'll give you he was he was leaning heelish and i thought finally Mm -hmm. and then i don't think it's gonna happen but i mean against against top flight like him and Claudio were coming off kind of heelish to me. Yeah. So I think I do think that they are going that direct. I think so. I think before Moxley had to check check himself into rehab, I think they were absolutely going to turn him heel. And yeah. then he had to go to rehab. And then there's no way you could turn him heel once he came back because the crowd was going to be happy to have him back. And then yeah. it just it's just the events of the year kept him in the baby face corner. But I I yeah. I I don't think you're wrong. Like there were definitely points where it felt clunky. And it felt like he was definitely playing, but I do think he was playing that Austin role ultimately. And it's gonna be yeah. gonna be tough to turn him heel with his theme song, to tell you the yeah. truth. Because <laughs> yeah, it is one you that every, yeah, it's one where yeah. everybody sings along. So if he does turn heel, you have to pay for a new theme song. Like it's you just, say the same for Jericho just, though, wouldn't you? 
I think Jericho's legend yeah. is, is <laughs> I think, different, at different a legend level. level where it's a different thing. Right. Uh, mine was Liv Morgan. Uh, I mean, just the fact of, <laughs> you know, they had this <laughs> ultimate high day. for her winning the title, and then she didn't know what she wanted to do. And she, she starts getting booed against Ronda. She didn't know how to cut the babyface promo correctly. She didn't know how to act like a babyface mm-hmm. champion. It was all just really, really, I was happy when she got the title too. Um, but it was just one of those situations of the chase was okay and pretty good that people were over and had seen her kind of, you know, getting a little bit better. But when she had that title, ultimately she was a terrible babyface champion. So yeah, live is my pick. Good pick. Uh, good. worst heel Martin. Hmm. Come back to me on this one. I, I forgot. I just blanked out on who I have. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Senator worst heel oh man there are so many horrible heels but i'm okay worst heel to me is what's his name um eddie guerrero's son oh dom is growing on me though he's growing on me though okay like he's he's just so bad to me like i don't care like the only things that really to me makes his character a little bit better is Rhea's reaction to him all the time and social media and social media stuff with the Thanksgiving and the Christmas yeah but but outside of that even the Christmas one was still kind of cringy to me like when he was like don't let them take me away I'll never make it in jail yeah like it was I was just like (laughs) like I can't man like my my it bad Ray. I said I said Eddie's I said Eddie's son. My bad Ray. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I meant your son. Well, but, uh, he, is, he is Eddie's he son. Poppy's son. He is Poppy. Poppy's uh, son. Adam, it's a good pick. It. Um, that's that's a really good pick. Um, I think we'll talk about Dominic later down the road. Yeah. Uh, but I, I put QT Marshall. Nice. I just <laughs> never want to see this guy ever again. QT Marshall, like, by the way. Maybe he's good. Maybe he's good at his heel role because of that. Like he's a he's a serviceable dude that can somebody can beat, but he's just clunky, cumbersome, terrible. The look is not there for me. I don't want to see him again. He's like go away, heel heat. Uh I went with Joe Gacy again. I just don't I don't get it. Why I why am I supposed first I'm supposed to hate you because you're a social justice warrior. Now you're this weird cult leader, part of one of the worst feuds this year. With Braun Breaker, I, I, it, it's not even like when I see him, I hate him. Like, like when Senator brings up Grayson Waller, like I hate that guy. Say what you <laughs> want to say about him, I despise Grayson Waller, and he's done a job of making you hate him. Joe Casey, you're supposed to hate him because he's supposed to be this evil doer being, and I give two shits about every time I see him on TV. So I'm going with Joe Casey. Joel, uh, I went with Joe Casey. He was, I think, he killed any hope of me returning to NXT 2.0. <laughs> I gave it a watch and that, like like that 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 was right around the feud with Braun Breaker and I was like, well, I guess I'm fully out. I guess this is it for me and I'm done. I don't want, I don't want to see this no more. He's just and it, like even the social justice aspect of it, it was like yeah. it's coming from WWE's warped view on the world. So it's like this will get heel heat and it's like this is fucking dumb. Dumb. Dum dum dum. Morton? 
So I almost went with MJF on this because the crowd wanted to cheer him so much. Mm. But the fact, and so to me, that makes you a bad baby face or a bad heel if the crowd wants to cheer you. But ultimately, he's got the crowd back. So I, so the person I went with and I picked was uh, Will Hobbs because mm. like even this book of Hobbs stuff, it's like almost makes him more baby. Like I'd be stabbed and shot and picked on. Like makes him more baby face to me. And as a heel, he just doesn't have a personality that sticks out no, to me. It's, it, it's, I just don't know why I'm supposed to care. I don't care. Yeah. And I, I feel bad that I don't care, <laughs> but I don't care. That's yeah. a good pick. I feel the same way. That's a good pick. Uh, worst faction, I'm staying on my Joe Gates schism. It's just, you know, they, they take the Grizzled Young Vets who were a really fun tag team, and I don't know what the fuck they are now. Uh, you took Ava Rain, and I guess their idea is they're going to take Simone Johnson and try to get her as far away from Rocky's character as possible. And I will admit, the Simone Johnson stuff with it has been somewhat interesting when I've seen the clips of it. Like, maybe that was a good place to put her so she doesn't have all the attention on it. But it's just it's just everything with it is just so cringy and so terrible, and I just want it off my TV. And like Joel mentioned, like I see it, and I'm like, I don't want to watch NXT 2.0 because Schism is part of it. Joel? Uh, I went with Hit Row. I just oh. I think they're lacking their their swerve. I think they're they're missing that piece. And Carmelo Hayes may come in and be that piece. He may not want to. He may want to go off and do his own thing. But Hit Row is lacking that star piece of a faction. It just feels like a a middle of the road, just pick. kind of there. It's it's one of the many things that Hunter brought back, and I'm like, I don't I don't really care. Yeah. Senator? Um, I'm going to take a page from Joel's book, and I'm going to say whatever faction has Matt Hardy trying to get another <laughs> faction. So, God damn it, guys. It is. They don't wrestle. Private party has disappeared. Yeah. Um, and Matt Hardy's just one minute the leader then he sells it then someone else bought it and then he's there and like just just stop it just stop it uh morton okay so i i can't remember the name of the faction finn balor has it uh edge you said what edge oh uh, judgment Judgment day judgment day thank you when edge had it and it looked like it was Mm. going into the uh the whole supernatural element Mm. Yeah, I it was, was really like, bad. Yeah, really, that was bad stuff. But ultimately, I, 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 it's the Andrade, whatever this Andrade. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what the name of it is anymore. But whatever like this Andrade, all the letters, all the letters. Uh, yeah, all the le- this alphabet soup group. It's like Los and faction. Yeah, like it's like. I don't know. To me, it's like this has been, and then the fact that Andrade's been gone for so long hasn't helped either. You know, I mean, it's just it's messy, and it has been badly booked from the beginning. Uh, And then Adam. Yeah, Judgment Day is definitely up there. Um, I'd say if Rhea wasn't in it, I would probably be completely out. Um, But I think the worst one this year for me was Dark Order. They just need to go like that faction doesn't need to exist anymore they had a lot of fun when they came in 
and they transitioned to some totally different cool things. They've built some some people through there pretty good. Even the Hangman stuff kind of worked okay. Um, but now it's time to go. Just just dissolve that faction. Less factions in AEW would be a good thing at this point. I would agree. Uh, worst catchphrase, Adam. Which worst catchphrase is um, Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> I hate that. I just don't like the freaking get get out of here with that. It's it's just like it just screams PG WWE that I just don't want. That's a good it's point. not good. Uh, Morton? You know what? You just made me change my pick to Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's done that twice now. I hadn't even considered it. I hadn't even considered it, but and thought of it as a I thought of it more as a nickname than a catchphrase, but it it's both. And it 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 totally so I didn't mind when it was, you know, R V D using FN and and uh, even when he would say freaking it was all right. Seth freaking Rollins. It's everywhere, man. It's like it's not just like, I mean, it's his official name. Yeah. I mean, you get a card at WWE. Michael Cole saying it is that freaking Rollins. They went back and changed all the old cards in, in yeah. WWE Supercard, this mobile game, to say Seth freaking Rollins for cards <laughs> that are like twelve years old. Like, ah, uh, yeah, that's awful. That's a good one. Uh, I can't. I gotta, I gotta piggyback it. That is a good one. I was gonna go with Seth freaking Rollins, but uh. I'm not going to. But I was gonna change. I was gonna choose that basically because Seth Rollins didn't want to be called Seth freaking Rollins. Like, <laughs> yeah. Thing. But uh, my own is a town down. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because at one point he didn't even have the Austin in his name. He was theory, and he was still saying a town down. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. You're like right. I don't like no. Bad. Uh, just, out of, just one question. Does anybody remember what that faction was that Davari had that was in the trios matches there? And, the, the, uh, the, the Dude Busters or something. The Trust, yeah. trust Busters. Busters. Trust Busters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they had that bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I realized that was last category. I'm just thinking yeah. back on it. Yeah. Boy, that Joel? was bad. Just, I just looked it up, Senator, and Austin Theory is from Atlanta. Yeah. No, I do know. That. I didn't know that. Like, I no, I knew that. Okay. But like, but for your catchphrase to be a town down, yeah. and no one knows what the hell that's for. Like, for people that don't care for Austin Theory, which is like I said, the crowd reaction isn't there. It's not there. So for you to always be like a town down, explain it. You know what I mean? Like, without the context, mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense. Like, True. your name is Austin, which is in Texas, and Theory. Like, <laughs> it just. Uh, or Joel? your name is just theory. Get sure. rid of the Austin. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, Joel. Uh, it is any and every time Sammy Guevara makes out with Ty Conte or whatever her name is now. Ty Bello. Yeah, that's, that's not a catchphrase. It's not a catchphrase. I like it. Every we gotta I'm, go with words. I'm, I'm I'm sticking with it. I'm not. I'm. Hold well, on. Anytime I see it, it's your show. I'm, after all, it's your yeah, show. It's your show. Apparently, thank, thank you for reminding me. Uh, I'm sticking with it. It just anytime I, it just has developed Sammy and Ty uh, Ty Mello, and it just took decent runs for both of them. Like you look at where Sammy was at the start of the year, mm -hmm. 
It's just developed their whole personality. It's evolved. It just, it's all they are now. It's just like, how much uh, PDA can we show and just continuously sticking that out where it's to the point where it's not getting like, oh, this is heel heat. This is, I just fucking go away. Just go away. I don't, and Sammy's done a lot of stupid things this year too. So that doesn't help him either. As just like, I just, I just don't want to see it. And I had to get them in here and I, that, that's where I'm going. I, I, you know what? I, I, I used to like his vlog. I used to watch it every week. Yeah. And then he and and Ty or Ty Mello, uh, started like saying "I love you" and kissing each other like 40 times in 15 minutes. And I was like, I can't watch these two. I cannot watch. It's disgusting. I mean, I'd rather watch Adam and his wife kiss. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and like to. To me, Sammy was one of those pillars that we had in AEW, and now it, he's just not even anywhere close to being a pillar. Are, Anyone that you want. No. Are we not sure that this is helping bump numbers for her OnlyFans? Does she have an OnlyFans? Is that, I, what, is that I a have no question? idea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she very well could. We have an OnlyFans like full team, right? We talked about this last time. <laughs> Mello was on this team. Uh, so I, I heard. Have, Somebody told me. Yeah. I I was down to two. I my honorable mention goes to Chris Jericho's for GFY. He tried to get this fucking thing over so so hard, and it was like the first time Jericho just couldn't get it to the point in his podcast. He's like, I tried to get it over, I couldn't. But mine's. T- I thought this would be a sweep. It's tiny balls by that with with the miz they had the shirt they tried to get this thing <laughs> go over it was just so cringy and all the get all the stuff with it was absolutely terrible absolutely at least good. they didn't say tater tots this is true that is true uh <laughs> next we go to worst, worst book of the year i'll take this one i, I already kind of said everything with it so i don't need to go too far it, to my, my worst promoter of the year is billy corgan joel billy corgan yeah he's he like it was the it was kind of open where you weren't really sure it was probably going to go GCW. And then Billy Corgan just took that football and ran it into the end zone at the, at the last couple of months. And you're like, Holy shit, you're terrible. You're terrible. And it's now. Yeah. It, horrible, horrible, horrible year. Yeah. I still got Vince on this. You know, I mean, I realized he wasn't the booker for long or the whole year, but when he was there, that was a bad show, and he's clearly willing to do anything to pop a rating. And uh, yeah, Austin Theory of Money in the Bank um, is proof of it. That made that show worse. Yep. Uh, Senator, uh, it's Vince for me for especially that one week that we talked about earlier. So yeah, that just solidified it for me. And Adam, yep, it's Vince, and hopefully it's the last time we can give it to Vince. That would be yeah, nice. Hopefully. Uh, Lifetime right. Achievement Award. Worst booker. Joel, <laughs> worst match of the year. Oh, it's I, I've gone back and forth. I've gone with a few different ones. But I think I'm, this I'm, might be a sweet. I'm I'm going with Flair. Like just the oh, fact okay. that, that yeah, the fact that that happened, I was just like, why, why, why? I didn't need to see any of that match to know it was terrible and not worth a, a cent of. Faked a heart, heart attack. He faked, he faked a heart attack. He faked a heart attack. And he passed out. Uh, mine is Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee, if you want to call this a match. But it, it was technically a match. And it was the fact of, I watched that with Adam live. 
Mania was awesome. And that almost took the, the mania of being to this different level. That was an embarrassment as a pro wrestling fan. You have certain moments as a pro wrestling fan that you look at and you're like, this is just embarrassing. And I was like worried that that was the moment, like back when you used to, we used to watch the Attitude Era, your parents or your sister were coming. He's like, I, yeah, I don't know how to explain this. And I was like, man, Adam's wife's going to come in and be like, what the fuck are you guys watching? This shit is so fucking <laughs> Uh, it, it was just it, for someone I, I like Pat McAfee but it was everything was about it. I mean the only bright side about it is that Vince took the worst stunner of all time so at least we can say that he has that but man it was just the, the football and the groin I still think that Donald Trump is worse it yeah it's still pretty bad but yeah that match is so it's just it's it's so bad uh one yeah I mean this is easy for me I mean the Briscoes versus FTR. I wanted to see it so bad. I didn't know if I ever would. And instead, you gave me Nick Gage and some guy I don't know. <laughs> it looks like he's can't move in the ring anyways. Yeah. But worse than that, the match literally went 72 seconds without a yeah. single bump. Yeah, that's a good pick. I had that. And that was imagine. your main event. Yep. On the biggest <laughs> show that's of your brand's match. Minus 10 stars. <laughs> Adam? Um, I'm going to go with the Ric Flair match here, too. Um, I, I was actually kind of excited for this match. I thought yeah. some of the promo buildup, like the little YouTube videos that they did yeah. in the parking lot fight. The Jarrett podcast was, was fun with Conrad. Yeah, it was pretty fun. And then the match happened. And it's the, what I love about wrestling is that blending of reality and fiction, where you don't know what's real and what's not. You don't know what's scripted, what's not. And this was the worst version of that because you're actually watching a man pretend to die and you don't know if it's real or not. And you're like, this is so uncomfortable. And then afterwards, when he like shook hands with Kid Rock and was like, uh, yeah. he's like, I was already a little nervous, but I was like ready to go. And then Kid Rock is here and I'm like, oh, now I'm nervous. It's like, what? And then he says he was embarrassed by his last final match. And he wanted to right those wrongs. The McFoley and one. And he does this and says he totally redeemed himself. And it's like insane delusion. It's he he it lives, he does not live in re Flair does not live in reality at all. Yeah. He lives in his version of reality. Like I there was a podcast recently where he was ripping on JR, saying, I have no respect for JR, what he did to me in the uh, dark, dark side. side of the ring. Yeah. And it's like told the truth. Yeah. yeah, the, the truth, is, truth is scary for some people, especially Flair, but it's... Senator, yeah. what are you going with? You guys all brought up some good matches, so I totally, forgot matches? The, I totally forgot about the Ric Flair one, to tell you the truth, because I kind of, Men in Black, removed that from my memory. <laughs> um, so I was going to choose Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi Blackheart. Oh, yeah. Oh, so... Bad. Bad. Um, but I am actually gonna choose Matt Cardona versus Joey Janela on at the world on GCW because <laughs> nice. that was a 20 minute shit show. That was match. I remember so, that's good. It went forever. It was like this is so fucking long, and then Xbox came out <laughs> and yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad. GCW getting the attention for that show. I don't think they thought they would. Uh, we'll go back to you, Senator. Your worst tag team of the year. 
my worst tag team of the year. Um, honestly, my worst tag team of the year is Swerve and Our Glory. Um, oh. just because just because they didn't know what they were doing with them, and for the longest, I and me and you, Josh talked about this before about horrible black uh black booking oh, and not yeah. knowing how to actually book black. That's wrestlers. the feud of the year: Tony Khan versus booking black talent. So, um, and with them not knowing if they're going to break up or mm. stay together, then halting the breakup, and then all this, like, it just, it just, to me, was just, took away from both of them, took mm. away from crowd reaction from both of them, because when Keith Lee debuted, it was awesome, and yep. it's just been downhill ever since, so I'm going with Swerve in our glory. wasn't sure where you are going with it, but I, I like your explanation. Uh, Morton? Jared Lethal. Mm. <laughs> which by the way prompted karen jared out of nowhere today from the acclaimed disc to say that kurt angle cheated yeah. on her with Don marie and kelly kelly sounds about right let's say out of nowhere the they had the kelly kelly had to send a statement out i hadn't heard it. that yeah that, i heard her so, complaining but yeah she said that kelly that kurt cheated on her with kelly kelly and Don marie and kelly kelly had to send out a statement about it <laughs> okay so. there's a kelly kelly joke in there to make <laughs> yeah i based on what randy orton said about her that is yeah. really really too oh. easy and i'm not gonna go Stay there away. yeah but uh yeah lethal and jared to me i mean i'm like wow you're taking on the acclaimed like the, the acclaimed i love them they can probably get anything over but seriously like who's like like jonesing for that match who Adam? Who? No, Adam? I'm not. I'm not even joking <laughs> for that match. Wait, what do you mean? Like the FTR and the claim got a less build than this one, so you know, yeah. like, oh sure yeah, that, that just happened. Yeah, they were in Ric Flair's last match. Yep. Yeah. This is true, uh, Adam. Um, I mean, everyone hated me for picking Young Bucks earlier, so maybe I want to stay on this podcast a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my my backup was actually the same as Senators. It was Swerving Our Glory for almost the exact same reasons. Wow. Like I wanted them to be a team, and they just weren't, and they were just poorly booked, poorly handled. Even now, I don't even know are they broken up? I guess, but like what? They like, got a big no motherfucker. There's no blow off to it. Because, like, <laughs> they went their separate ways, and now Keith Lee's left in the dust. Like two wrestlers that are are both awesome. Love Keith Lee, love Swerve, but together they just were working, but then booked terribly. But we probably, without them, don't get that Rick Ross promo. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that was probably the highlight of the year. So, yeah. you know. The <laughs> but we could have just had them be a team, a good team that's winning. And then Rick Ross comes to manage them. Like, ah, uh, that would be great. Why not? Why? Like, why have to split them up for no reason? As long as he still says that line. <laughs> Joel, uh, it's uh, it's lethal, lethal and Jarrett. I'm I'm terrified of what Jarrett could do. And it's just he, he scares the hell out of me because we've seen that Jared's Jared is very much focused on himself, and he's a weasel, and he will fight. Double J always finds a way to come out on top. So he used the guitar shot. Global so, Force Wrestling coming back 2023. <laughs> so King of the Mountain, I just yeah, no. 
Uh, mine is Nikita Lyons and Zoe Starks, who they put in the tag team title division. One of them got COVID, one couldn't compete. Then they had them, they're like, okay, well, we'll just have them go for the women's tag titles. They lose the women's tag title match, and then they're disbanded. So they just like, well, Nikita has some good following, and Zoe has some good following. Let's just put them together, and we're just going to have them in these title matches just because we need to have title matches, and then we're going to break them up. It made it was just terrible booking all around. Why get the main main roster involved in all this when they had no history of Zoe Starks or Nikita Lyons? And then you put them in NXT where Nikita was getting a decent single run going. Zoe was starting to do some stuff with Mandy Rose. And I thought ever since then, both talents have just been completely derailed because they really took away the direction both of them were going. And they, they were two of the brighter spots in NXT this year. Yeah, I'll give you that. That was a good choice. Worst female, Joel. Oh, it's Ronda Rousey. She's yeah, that's mine too. she's she's my she's favorite. in a very predominant part of your product. She is she has the spotlight spotlight firmly on her, and it's just like watching someone fumble a football all the way through. Where it's just like you, she should not she she should not have been in the spot that she's in. She didn't, I don't know if she overly cared and it just, it didn't work. And she did not deliver any, anything good this year. I feel like she tries hard. You know, that's the scary thing is I mm-hmm. do think she tries hard. I do think she wants to, and she has some good offensive moves, but her psychology is no lie. There's none. Yeah. Her matches happen. Everything happens at a hundred miles an hour. There's no time to breathe. There's no facial expressions. There's no real selling. There's no, it's just go, 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 go. And like, it's, it's very choreographed and just go, go, go. And it, it, it and she's regressed, you know, she's regressed. It's, it's scary to, me you, Morton? to see her. Yeah. Yeah. Well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Adam, I'm going to go, I'm going the same. I haven't talked about her yet on this show tonight, but you all did. It's Ronda Rousey. I think three years ago, we might've all had her as like rookie of the year. Like mm-hmm. she was great. She kind of blew, she blew me away. She blew a lot of people away. She did really well with her first run. She went away for a bit, had a, had a kid, did some training, did whatever. And ever since she's come back, it's just been, I, I know you said she, she tries Morton, but I'm not sure if she cares anymore. There's a difference. It seems, yeah. It There's seems like she doesn't care in any of these feuds. So putting the title on her, why do that when she clearly doesn't care? Um, and then we almost had that, like, maybe we get a Baszler blow off and Baszler becomes a new thing. And we know what happened on Friday night. So, but well, yeah, Ronda and, was, was bad. And Baz, I mean, even if you're going to do something with Baszler, I think she's 43. Like, yeah, the time is, the time has come to go to somebody new mm-hmm. as well. Like you need to, the women's division is older than people realize mm-hmm. and, and yeah. need some, some young blood. Senator, you're going to sweep us for our first sweep of the day. No. Okay. <laughs> I am going with Shotzi. Ah. Uh. I think that they put. I think she tries. You going back to exactly what Morden said about trying hard, right? I think she has these ideas to do great matches, but the execution of it are, is never there. There's so many botches, so many botches. Like I can't, I can't really put somebody above above her 
she might have the most botches in like the female the a ladder match she had some dangerous ones remember she had that whole twitter thing yep that she deleted her twitter undeleted her twitter made statements because she was just there was scary moments in the way that she worked that money in the bank match and then you had the match with rousey yeah which was the next which was the next one so like that's yeah shotzi is my choice we go to worst male of her though our our last award uh worst male of the year senator Oh, worst male of the year, CM Punk. Oh, okay. Mm. Damn. Damn. Cold-blooded. Like, like, I don't know if I I should choose CM Punk or what was his name? The producer friend. Oh, Ace Steel. But he never had a match. He never had a match, though. He didn't have a match. So then I'm going to go with He kind of had a match. It was was a backstage assault match. Yeah. It was an old school (laughs) attitude era match. First bite Um, wins. Yeah, no, I'm going to go with CM Punk for everything that went on with the, from the press conference to the, to the backstage incidents. It's just, it was just too much for me, so. He did a lot of good stuff on screen, but just that press conference and stuff kind of turned me away from AEW for a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. I think even if the backstage fight hadn't happened, that press conference and just the way that went down would be enough for his. I think, I think that's a good pick. Yeah. I would have chose Tony Khan for his, if, yeah. if he was a wrestler because of his participation in that and not actually stopping it. Well, he looked afraid to do yeah. anything. Yeah, so like I would have chose him, but we're saying wrestler, so it has to be CM Punk. Uh, Joel, uh, Senator's changed my mind. I I had Dominic, I, I but I think Punk is the right pick because the guy was so important to the company, just so so important in uh, just everything, and it just seemed like everything that happened. I think a lot of it got just in his own head and it festered and he could have handled it very differently. And he chose to eat a muffin, say that hangman page was an empty headed dumb fuck. And uh, just like, there's so many quotes from that punk presser that people will use for years down the line. Uh, But at, at the end of the day, he, he blew and he even said it. He's, he said it to the reporter. He's like, you blew up my spot. And I think ultimately Punk blew up his own spot by doing what he did. Like, had he handled it behind the scenes, it, it would have been, it, who knows what would have happened. It is wrestling. There are a lot of egos and there are a lot of egos on all sides there. But, Punk, and Punk even said, at the end of the day, Punk said, if you have an issue with me, come find me. And the Bucks allegedly went, and all of this is all allegedly the Bucks went along with the the lawyer and went over there to talk. And however that happened, we still don't fully know. I think it's somewhere probably in the middle, but it led a lot of chain of events that really hurt AEW this year, really left a a black eye on their, their company this year. And he was in probably in the best spot in the world at the start of the year. Like he easily could have been wrestler of the year. uh, Yeah. Yeah, but he went and shot himself in the foot. Morton? 
Yeah, no, those those are excellent. So, uh, mm-hmm. Great logic behind both of you. I mean, I'm going with the same guy I went with last year because Baron Corbin would be lazy. <laughs> so I'm not going with him. So I'm going with uh, Hanma just because like, he could be under the, the, you know, please retire thing. When he had his injury where he was paralyzed and the fact that he came back to the ring is amazing and all. But he was so much fun to watch before the injury. And after the injury, he is awkward and slow and his timing is terrible. And it's just, it's sad to watch somebody who I used to enjoy in the G1 when he would do the gimmick of never winning a match. And then he finally, after two years straight of every loss, won a match and it was a massive pop. And this guy, to watch him now is is you know sad and again he's like 46 years old it's time to go mm-hmm. dude yeah uh adam good pick morgan um i like the punk talk there um i'm still in the like 0.001 camp that this is a work i don't know what <laughs> you won't let like it go in the, back, in the back of the you back of my brain I'm like, the montreal screw job <laughs> yeah this this is a work it's coming i'm waiting for the like like 10 years from now, we'll get the dark side of the ring of this. And then that's, I can't wait for that. Um, so it can't be punk because maybe it's a work. And then he's the greatest potentially <laughs> because in wrestling, I always think it's a work when the cameras are running. Right. And so doing that backstage interview is like the cameras are on. Tony knows what's happening. I feel like he kind of knew. And then all the stuff that happened after no cameras on. So we don't know. Like Joel said, it's all alleged. So there's this 0.1% still back there. Um, but my worst, worst male of the year, um, Senator called him Eddie's son earlier. It's Dominic <laughs> Mysterio. He's just terrible. Like he's just nepotism magnified. Like he's just, he's never been good. He hasn't really gotten any better. Uh, I think Rhea helps him, but she doesn't save him. Uh, he's he's just bad. That Thanksgiving video though it's funny i just think about them having like a normal nice thanksgiving dinner and then afterwards like all right we gotta shoot this and then coming back in <laughs> and then just beating the shit out of your dad in front of the rest of your family in the foyer of your house hilarious but he's he's just no good and he's uh, got a bad look like he he doesn't look intimidating or lovely mm-hmm. he hasn't gotten better all skinny bad hair yeah he's got bad he's he's if he nepotism is a good way to put it because he wouldn't have made it up to the main roster past NXT if it wasn't for the name. Mm-hmm. No. I don't uh, think he would have even been offered a contract in NXT if it wasn't for his last name. Probably not. He wouldn't have been an, offered a contract in Impact if it wasn't for the name. Or in, he uh, might be in Dungeons. Yes. Uh, Dom is my pick as well for everything Adam said, so I don't need to belabor it. I, I like I, my thing is he just, has, just hasn't gotten better. He has the ability to be next to his dad, who's the greatest luchador of all time, many would argue. Um, he's around Finn Balor. He's around a veteran in Damian Priest. He's around a great women's wrestler in, uh, in Rhea. He's gra- around great trainers and does get better. His promo skills are somewhat getting better. If not, I guess maybe he's just realizing what he is, and it's kind of funny. Uh, honorable mention to the McMahons, though, of Shane and Vince uh, for Shane's terrible bullshit punches again in the Rumble and that uh last thing before we get out of here we do this every single year 
Uh, last year, Joel absolutely destroyed this game. He won every single thing except for one, which is if Ronda Rousey would come back. So for uh, Adam and Senator, this is the game. It's likely or unlikely. I'm going to give you uh, a statement for the upcoming year. And all you got to tell me is if it's likely or unlikely, and then we'll mark up our winners for next year. If you guys have any at the end you want to throw at me, throw them at the end. And I'll just go from Joel uh, on to Morton uh, to, to, to go Joel, Senator, Adam, Morton, and then I'll go to myself and then go to the next one. So uh, we start off. Kota Bushi will wrestle in AEW. Joel. Not likely. Senator. Likely. Adam. No. Come on. Not likely. I say likely. Um, Rhea Ripley will win a men's secondary title. Intercontinental, U.S., or a tag team champion, potentially with Dom. Joel. Not likely. Senator. Adam. Is the 24-7 still in the trash? Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> okay. No, it They're missed the trash. Somebody else. It missed, yeah, it missed, it missed the, the trash. trash. I, yeah. I read that. I read that that happened. And then I went and watched it. And I was like, that's not what happened. She totally missed it. Um, I, why didn't we have that in a moment? That would have been. <laughs> yeah. um, I need to find a place for it. Yeah. I say no. Not like okay. Fun. Oh, I, I think they'd like to do it. But the very fact that, uh, the, the whole man on women violence thing that they're so afraid of and that they put in the rules for a few years ago, I think makes it Im- impossible to do. So unlikely. There's but your theory match. Rhea, she did. True. She did right? But he didn't, did he even get a punch? No, I don't think he had any offense at all. And I think, he I don't know. I guess you can good. book a way for her to get rolled up and get, lose the title if she gets it, but it just seems unlikely to me. I'm going to say unlikely, but I'd like to see it, especially with Theory. I'd love him to lose to Rhea. That'd be great. And kind of do the whole China Eddie thing with Dom and Rhea would be really, really cool. But yeah, I think it's a fun night. But yeah, uh, Rampage. Does will anybody, move. by the way, does anybody think Dominic could actually pull Rhea Ripley? Like, no. Seriously. No. Zero percent. No shot, right? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Rampage will move nights, Joel. Not like. Senator, like Adam, no, Morton, I'm going to go likely. Yeah, I will say permanently or just once or twice. No, like it will move from Friday oh, night. permanently. Yes. I'm going to say likely. I would say likely. The only problem is Tony doesn't want to go against football for rightful reasons that the Jags have a game that night. So it makes it a little more difficult that he can't go to Thursday. He can't go to Monday. I guess potentially could go to Tuesday. You couldn't tell me he couldn't take on NXT 2.0 though. Yeah, you could go Tuesday. You could go Tuesday. He just um, wants to bury that show. Please. <laughs> this one I will lead off with Adam. Jade will lose her title this year. Oh man, it's a long year. Yes, she's losing it this year. Joel. Oh yeah, she's losing. Senator. Yep. Martin. I think Mercedes is coming in. I think it's likely. Uh, but she's getting, say, a 50. she's getting a 50 for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that's true. I will say I yes. And I will say Chris Statlander beats her. Mm, I think it has to be somebody new. I don't think anybody on the current roster. Stat's just been away with the injury, and she was supposed to face it before the injury, so the, the story is there. Except for um, she, she hasn't faced Britt yet, has she? No. no. She's been really kept away from the women yeah. 
title contenders. So yeah, so I can see uh, Brit if they want to elevate that. The contract of 2024 will be a big story this year. Joel, will MJF hold the title for the calendar year? Mm, no. Senator? Nope. Adam? Nope. Come on. Oh. I don't think he will, but I think he will win it back before the end of the year to get everyone kind of going with everything. Um... Joel, will Roman Reigns still hold at least one of the titles for the whole calendar year? They're chasing Bruno, so I think they're gonna they're gonna hold on to it for as long as possible. He's at eight hundred right now. You'd think they want a thousand, Senator? No, he loses it, Adam. What did I just say? You never bet against Charlotte Flair, Roman Reigns. <laughs> no matter what the odds are, Roman's not losing. Uh, Morton? I think they'll find a way to slip the titles because I think they know it's killing them. Do you think so he'll I, have zero titles then at the end of the year? Zero titles? No, I zero. think he'll have one. Um, Roderick Strong will go to AW, Joel. Likely. Senator. Yeah, likely. Adam. Do we care? <laughs> his, wife, his wife will, because now someone will know her, which we had to get that promo <laughs> a little bit. You don't know me. You don't know me. More? I, I'm going to say no. Like, yeah. Undisputed Era is kind of DOA and AEW. What's the point of bringing Roderick there? Just be like a like fish again. Because then you can have somebody. Where's the he's line? ending up an impact. He's yeah. going to impact. So you can that's have somebody to face uh, Sammy and Ty Mello. There you go. Couples, couples against couples. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, like I say, I think he's going to impact. So I think yeah. he'll end up an impact. I don't think AEW. Um, Joel, WWE buys a Japanese promotion. No. Senator. Uh, no, not this year. Adam. No. Martin? More likely to start their own. Now, AEW buys a Japanese promotion. That, I think, is possible. I will say yes. I'll be the lone dog there. Uh, The bigger one, Joel, WWE is sold. No. Senator? This I'm gonna go first no. Here. I'm gonna yeah. go no for this one. Adam, this is a thinker because I've been thinking about this for a long time. Ever since mm-hmm. they made the move to Fox, basically, yeah, that it felt like they were kind of positioning. But I don't think it's this year. But I think in five years, it, it uh, could be going to. How long is Vince living? Forever. His mother's still alive. Years? His mother's still alive. So that can't be. His grandmother yeah. just died. Yeah. Yeah, Vince is outliving all of us. Sorry yes. to say. That's a fact. <laughs> okay, so you're saying no. I, I will say unlikely as well. Um, Joel. I'll, so. I'll say unlikely as well. Thank you. Okay. That's <laughs> you ever asked me. Not that you uh, care what I think. Joel, Sasha Banks will wrestle in WWE at some point this year. No. Senator? 
Uh, um, I'm going to go yes. Okay. Adam? No, not this year, but she'll be back. Morton? If she was going to, she already would have. No. I will say yes, because it's a long year. I don't think she's going to sign a major contract with anybody. Um, Joel, CM Punk wrestles. Period. Yes. Senator? Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> oh, I said it. no. Oh, sorry. Adam. That 0.01% of my brain <laughs> is telling me yes. Okay. Morton? I should just be doing what Joel does because he said he killed it this last year, but <laughs> I'm going to go with no. I will say yes. Uh, Joel, William Regal will appear on WWE television. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Senator? Uh, no. Adam? Do, do we count like a Hall of Fame something? No, but you can count like a scrimmage if he comes out and there's a scrimmage. Yeah, like he shows up on Raw or SmackDown that doesn't have to do with like something like that. Yep. Uh, I say no then. They don't need him on screen. One? 100% yes. I say 100% yes. He will say at minimum he'll say War Games. It's against his contract. <laughs> They're not going to give a shit. Uh, <laughs> Joel, Rusev goes back to WWE. No, I think he's signed an extension, so I don't think I don't think he's going anywhere this year. I think next year, the following year, but I don't think that this year. I guess this is the caveat too. If you think he's going to get released, uh, Senator, uh, he is definitely not getting released. So I'm going to say no. The question is, will his hot wife show up? According to she doesn't. Yeah, we'll see. Adam, yeah. no, I think he's going full time to join uh, CJ Perry's OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> not Martin? going to WWE. Uh, I no, I I think he's going to end up at uh, control your narrative. <laughs> uh, Joel, we'll see. Uh, GCW make the year. Sadly, yeah. Senator, yeah, it's like the cockroach uh, promotion. It just won't go away. <laughs> Adam, absolutely, super loyal following even if it sucks uh morton yeah that cult following no way it's going away yeah, yeah i say it remains two 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 more for me uh joel ftr leaves aw this one i've been wrestling with mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna say likely senator that was a tough one they just gave him the podcast um I'm going to say, I'm going to say likely. Adam? I'm saying likely too. They might lose their contract, but maybe they'll be back to wrestle like a one-off or something, but I don't think they're on the roster. Morton? Just shaking my magic eight ball here. And it says, all signs point to yes. Yeah, I, I clean sweep. I agree. Uh, my last one: Dave Batista returns. 
Joel. Senator. No. Adam. No. Morton. When you say returns, do you mean has a match? As a minimum, an angle. That's a yes. An angle I could see. Yeah, I say yes as well. Um, that's it for me. Do you guys have any uh, any ones? Go ahead, Adam. Ron Breaker on the main card this year. Likely. He's going to lose. Uh, he'll, he'll debut after me. He's going to probably lose to Grayson or Carmelo. I would have said likely last year, too. Yeah. What about you, I think Joel? he's in the Rumble. Uh, I, I think it's likely. Senator? I think it's likely. I think he's going to end up losing to Apollo. And Martin? <laughs> oh, I think he meant like his first match on Raw or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, just... like it, it could be the Raw after WrestleMania is possible. Like I said, I think he's showing up at the Rumble. But actually on the main roster, I think they have so little star power in NXT that they're not going to want to move him this year. So, no. Uh, anyone else got any ones? All right. Will, mm, Will nah, somebody still be jading Joel at the end of the year? <laughs> <laughs> likely. Likely. Damn. Personal. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess that is a wrap. My last, last question is... Oh, oh go ahead, Joel. Uh, will we get another Forbidden Door in Japan? This year. Likely. Likely. Senator? In Japan. I'm going to say no to in Japan. In Japan, no. Unlikely. I'm I'm very curious because I think I know I know like that, that that did better than what anyone expected for that pay-per-view especially with the build and everything that happened around it and i know the head of japan has been like new japan has been like we want it over here i do think we probably get another one but i was curious if if it's if it will be in japan i think the i think the the issue will be uh i think we talked about this on the last one where it's the crowd response like aew is known for crowd response and having to go over there and it being a little more quieter I don't think that Tony Khan wants that so yeah. early. I don't think it's happening at all this year. I think we'll see another one, but I don't think we're seeing one this year. Ooh, mm. yeah, because this year's the five-year anniversary. Does AEW run a show called All In? Because it's the five-year anniversary of that, and Tony has the rights to that name now with owning ROH. Unlikely. Senator? Unlikely. Lauren's got the unlikely. Adam? I say unlikely. I didn't get to say on the last one, but I think that Mm. they do Forbidden Door this year. I think they get some of the matches in that we were kind of promised last year, maybe. And then 2024, we get a Japan one. That's my that's my Daniel Simmons Saber, please, please. Uh Senator on the that one. We'll go unlike it, unlikely on the last one. All right. I got we... uh, I got one. Yeah. I got one. Sure. Will AEW run a stadium 50,000 seats or more this year? No. Not this year, unlikely. Unless the only the only way they do that is if it's CM Punk and FTR versus the Elite. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't think that's big enough. They don't have a big enough match if not. Yeah, that's the biggest match they could do. 
Senator? Yeah, I think it's likely. I think it's like I think it's time. And the fact is they could have sold in some of these pay-per-views out of stadium already. Well, they can the do past, Jacksonville. So. They can do Jacksonville. They have a stadium yeah. that they can do. Senator? I'm going to go on likely on that one. And Adam? I'm going to say likely, too. I want to see them step up. I want to see them bump up. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to your wrestling podcast. For Joel, Senator, Adam, Martin, and myself. Until next time, folks, cheers. Cheers.